Blog Talk Radio. Uh, spring, uh, spring art, 
co-host pal on and uh, try to get some order back here. Uh, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, Cam, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, man? All right. At least that part worked. So, uh, yeah, no, not too much. Uh, how how are things uh, in your world? Busy and controversial and loud and <laughs> difficult. And, you know, it's just, uh, I, I guess, a typical Wednesday, you know. Um, I, I tried to find this Bonnie dragging, and I, I didn't know. It wasn't on the post that I thought it was. Um, and then I just, you know, was like, well, I don't. I don't know where else to look. It's so, not even. Um, it's rough, man. I, I feel for it because, again, like the whole thing about like you being America's house guest. I'm America's little brother, and okay. so even when I'm not like, even when I I'll say something and just be like, all right, man, it's not even that serious. Like I'm gonna let you live. Everybody comes out and just piles on people, and I feel bad for them because I'm like, yo, like I. I didn't mean I wasn't trying to do this to you, but here they right. come. Wasn't trying to <laughs> point the scope like everybody. Look nah, over man, here. but ooh, it's it's rough out here, man. It really is. So um, we've definitely got some topics and some TV and some finishers, some finishes to matches and some promos and you know some. I, I think. I don't want to say a tale of two shows, but Raw wasn't that wasn't that great. And SmackDown, I thought, was just a solid show up up and down the card. Like it was just, you know, and and that being a tight two hours, they just have so much such an advantage and and just perception of once it's over, going, oh, that was good, or oh, that was that was a you know whatever. Um, and Raw was one of those. Yeah, it was a little. You know, kind of a slog to get through, and SmackDown the next night was just tight, good stuff, good wrestling, good promos. Uh, so yeah, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about in that regard. Uh, so let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. And uh, oh, and 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 Deadpool. Um, I don't know if we'll get into. It's not really a spoilery kind of thing. Wait, wait. Uh, you saw our movie the week it came out. I sure did, without Cameron Hawkins uh, to to guide to hold my hand and guide me through. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's that's actually big news. And it was my idea. I was like, hey, you wanna go see Deadpool in the morning? <laughs> I got Whatever. it, don't worry. I, you know, I got you can hit me back with it this weekend. No, but I wanna you know, I get me let me get them tickets now. Yeah, one of them things. Um so yeah, so we'll talk about all that kind of stuff. Um Zazie Beats is just I mean, this isn't something I didn't already know for the past two years, you know, but Context matters, and in the MC, well, in the Marvel, whatever, in Deadpool, she, God, yeah. So anyway, we'll talk about all kinds of stuff. So uh, if you want to join in on the conversation uh, with, with with your voice live, uh, hit us up on the Constellation lines. Uh, call Cam and myself. Uh, hit us up at 347-202-0103. Uh, once again, that's three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. If you can't call us for whatever reason, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the uh, during the week, anytime during the show. 
the mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, so uh, hit us on the email tip, East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com. You know, questions, comments, rants, all kinds. That's what the email's for. And uh, and Twitter, you can find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast. Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast, and you can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. Now, speaking of our personal Twitters, Willis just hit us up and said, Trav, just say Raw with some shit Monday night. I mean, I don't, Raw with some shit Monday night. There you go. <laughs> Raw with some shit. So, um, so Willis seems to agree, but, uh, but anyway, uh, at East Coast Cast, at Travlord, at Seahawk, that's the ways to get at us. Uh, interact with us there. Interact with the show there. Um, do the polls. Oh, did I give? Damn, did I give that nudge? No, was that the movie? I forgot. Um, yeah, vote total though. Sheesh. Uh. Thanks, Wade. One, one, one job. I mean, let that man enjoy um, his birthday. Like, you know, chilling. Well, right, right, right. That was his last night, though. His birthday was yesterday. Like, yeah, like, let that man live. Whatever. God damn it. Do us this solid. So, anyway, uh, find us on Twitter, and you can find us. Uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, check us out over there. Like the fan page. Uh, interact with folks. Uh, share things. Uh, shout out to Dylan Spears uh, for uh, for the like. I think he was one. He was one that I <laughs> sought out. Like, hey, um, like his last thing on uh, on his on his Facebook. Not to be putting his shit all out there, but Starcast tickets. Starcast tickets going to sell in an hour. I'm thankful to be a part of it. I wrote a thing about it. And I'm just like, why isn't he even, you know, like, clearly he's. <laughs> just how those people slip by. Like, you're going to like yeah. my thing. Here. 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 So that's kind of what I did. And he obliged. Didn't like the page. So thanks, Dylan. Appreciate it. And um, you can. Uh, Does he have like a home? No. Yeah, so uh I mean might as well. Uh yeah, you can actually uh support Dylan on Patreon. Go to patreon dot com slash Dylan Spears. Um and he creates unique covers of pro wrestling entrance music. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Yeah, that's actually a cool thing. Yeah. yeah. That's D I L L O N. And Spears, like a spear chucker. <laughs> I can say that. I just won't bring somebody up on stage to say that with me. Like, that's all there you go. Up. There you uh, go. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, so thanks everybody, yeah, for the likes and share it on your timeline. Invite all your uh, your wrestling pals, tag them in it, and show them the ways and uh, that whole thing. And if you want to leave a voicemail, go to our uh, our uh, uh, website eastcoastcast.com and all the uh, contact information is there, including the voicemail number where you can have your voice heard, not so live, uh, on air. Uh, so, yeah, Cam, uh, topics of the week, uh, headlines, uh, poll results, where are we starting? You know, I think that because we're adults in the era of the big money athlete, like, I'm um, I'm talking to some guys yesterday about. It's not news though, Spurs. right? Well, yeah, I'm talking to him about the Spurs offering Kawhi Leonard a two hundred and nineteen million dollars supermax deal, right? I've never and, heard of a supermax deal. Like I don't yeah. pay attention to sports contracts like that, but I've heard of a max. Oh yeah, max deal and yeah. the league minimum and veterans minimum, but I've never heard of a supermax super deal. So because nobody's around long enough, nobody's around long enough or young enough or doesn't have enough um, pieces around them. They don't get good enough, offer, young enough kind of thing. And, and typically if you're that good, other people on your team are also that good. And so yeah. they justify not offering to you because you want to stay there. Like, but, but what I'm saying is, like, we, we live in this era where we see, like, quarterbacks get $100 million deals and they end up not getting all of it for this, that, or whatever reason. Oh, hell you know no. what I mean? So, I remember Donovan McNabb sounded like a $110 million deal. Like, yeah. Well, Mike Vick had two of them. Be here the next you know eight saying? years? Mike Vick had two people outside the club. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's that thing where, like, a lot of money That's is monopoly what, money to us. But I think that kind of curbs our enthusiasm for this thing we're seeing because potentially, like, you and I are, are doing a radio show in, during one of the biggest moments ever in pro wrestling. <laughs> like, so WWE um, has two separate deals for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Their deal for Monday Night Raw, which was originally a deal with USA to air Raw and SmackDown, is now worth triple the deal that they had for both shows to just in 2012. Or whenever. Yeah. It's triple that deal for three-fifths of the same amount of programming. I don't so number So, number one, they get into the bag. Number two, <laughs> they somehow convinced Fox to pay them $200 million a year for five years, effectively, $1 billion for SmackDown. Like one billion dollars for SmackDown. Yep. Um and I yep. think there's only one appropriate thing to do in this moment. Give me a second. Going really? to get paid. That's the assumption. That's yeah. the working uh, assumption. 
very credible, so, educated assumption, but still the working. What I so what I ask people really, and this is outside of the poll, I was like, does this do we have to adjust the way that we talk about the WWE product? Because I mean, I think in just about every case, we're fairly critical of the things we've seen. We know good from bad, and we know effective from non-effective, but we also know that the people in the boardroom aren't looking for the same things that we are. It's not always the quality of what you're seeing. It justifies all I mean, well, well, here's the thing. We talk about this huge deal, and then we talk about the Sami Zayn, Bobby Lashley skit. So, like... Yeah, it, it, it's difficult. Um, really quick, so that we don't miss them, let's go ahead and get into the two polls. Um, the first one we'll talk about is WWE getting, you know, these crazy deals potentially. And um, I asked what was more surprising, the the Raw deal or the SmackDown deal, and 80% said the SmackDown deal. And I, and I have to agree with that. Like, even though it's crazy, they tripled the deal for less programming. To get $1 billion, $200 million a year to air SmackDown is bananas. Um, and then the other yeah. thing I said. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just don't agree. I, I voted for the uh, USA thing because that's I don't that's think where you can be started. wrong either way. Like, I think even though I oh, think oh, the one right. billion yeah, yeah, crazy, that's, that's yeah, absolutely not a wrong answer. That SmackDown getting, essentially, like you said, a billion bucks is... It's by itself, you know, it's just like what? I, I I don't understand why not offer triple the money and just keep things the way they were. Like, is you like like do they want to just free up Tuesday that two hour block on Tuesday that bad? And they think they can do something they got better? Fire season like, of suits coming? No, like just pure ratings numbers wise, you know, two two point one two million people going to show up to watch that. SmackDown show every Tuesday, like yeah, no matter how many NCIS, I know it's 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 cheaper, but NCIS ain't reruns ain't gonna win you and keep you the number one cable rate, blah blah blah. What USA wants, uh-huh. I, I just don't understand why they would say we are going to slice this a third off or you know whatever the the, the fraction is off, but 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 also give you triple the money. I don't get that. I get Fox going, hey, this is 2.2 million people showing up to watch this thing every day. Here's a billion dollars. <laughs> These people ain't going nowhere in the next five years. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, that to me is more like, yeah, that's crazy money, but I I get that in the way it was phrased, you know, like what's more surprising. And the surprise that USA doing what they did is way more surprising to me. Because Fox already was in the game, already wanted them. It's not like, uh, yeah, I can't, whatever. Company, Viacom came in and was like, nope, nope, we'll we'll swoop in. And, and, you know, like, what? Nobody thought, you know, old man, Sumner Redstone is still making blockbuster deals and shit. Like, that would be, like, surprising, like, where they come from. You know, the Comedy Central crossover is going to be wild. Um, But... Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, that 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 raw thing baffles me. But yeah, yeah. on to the next poll. So, you know, the other poll was just, um, and, and a lot of it had to do with the way that the times being sold off, and a lot of it was uh, the critique of Monday Night Raw. 
I asked, um, you know, what WWE show do you feel makes the most effective use of its runtime? Um, so Raw right. at three hours and change. Was perfectly. It was perfect because it avoids, you know, because they're all at different levels, three, two, three, two, one, mm. as far as hours go. Um, so it avoids the whiny, like, well, this one had, nope, nope, nope. It's built into mm-hmm. the question. Exactly. <laughs> Given its runtime, who uses it the most effectively? I want to know who's uh, that thing's raw is, is that show. I mean, I mean, people, I mean, that's what people watch. So if you, I mean, if you're the type of person who, well, you got to remember, people look at us crazy when they find out that we do a show covering wrestling and we rarely watch Raw in one run live. Like, they think we're crazy people. Um, but yeah, like 3% said Raw we'll being three hours insane. I didn't huh? understand that. What I'm saying, like, people think that we're crazy because we don't always set aside, you know, 7 o'clock to 10.15 to make sure we don't change the channel and watch Raw without blinking. Like, that, that throws right. people off when they find out we do this. Um, and then, you know, 42% said SmackDown, which I, and I actually thought SmackDown would end up winning this poll, and I think it, it's... Almost only for SmackDown. It's, it's a head to me. Yeah, but and 55% said NXT is the most effective, and yeah. NXT just is just... Perfect. It really is perfect. I gave it the um, consistency. This is why I gave it. You know, NXT said, for four years. Um, and, you know. I think what made me think about it, I don't think it was a thread, but just some something somebody was saying on Twitter. They were like, well, here we go. SmackDown's going to be three hours now. And then I think Steve said, well, I think it's great at two hours. And I said, really, like keeping it funky, 90 minutes would be perfect for SmackDown. <laughs> if you <laughs> being real, and also, 90 minutes would be perfect. Also, you can't have it both ways. It can't be going to Fox broadcast, especially, and be going to three hours. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. They're going to be even up harder against that, uh, that 10, yeah, that 10 o'clock Eastern. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not going to pre up my news. Yeah. Yep. And I just started doing it. We'll do it live. Bullshit is. We're back. Soundboard. Um, yeah. So no, um, so NXT won fifty-five percent of the vote, and I'll we'll do it live. The perfect runtime. I think that NXT, um, like it showcases. Again, you get enough of everybody each week that you want more later on. Like it, it's just really, really good. Um, but yeah, so so that's kind of how the polls yeah, go. You go through um, your stretches even where you have where you'll see. Um, you know, like we've seen Ricochet like two or three times in the last four or five weeks. Um, we've seen, you know, it, seen him, not necessarily wrestle, but um, we'll see Lars Sullivan week after week doing a thing. Then we won't see guys for three weeks. Then we won't see guys, you know, for, for a while, and it keeps it like – so it's not necessarily any kind of pattern <clears> – <throat> excuse me, a pattern that you can get used to and predict – it's just mm-hmm. real life things like like injuries or or just whatever like whatever uh, rotating being rotated in and out and 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 with the women how they're how they're building the women up like it's just it's just so credible and it makes so much sense um, and again since NXT has been a quote unquote WWE mainstream thing in 2014 when when the network launched even though they were a thing, you know, a year or two before that, uh, and, and getting r- really good reviews from the people that watched it. 
Um, but, you know, it's coming out party was the arrival and all that, and that's just where you start. Uh, in the last four, almost five years, you know, going on five years, they've just bought it week after week after week for just they've limited the stretches of bad TV to a minimum. You, you can't say that. You can definitely not say that about Raw. And, yeah, you can't say it about either of the main roster shows. Like, definitively, for sure, they could take, they go through their uh, stretches of mediocrity to downright, you know, just garbage. Yeah, they'd have to, like, is, are they going to have to adjust what they present to attract the the, the better advertisers? Because they're they're putting this faith in them. Like, well, that's what they've been doing. That's what the whole past five, eight years have been about, right? Mm-hmm. And they have. They, they're not just, they have gotten the big car deal, you know, Ford stuff and whatever. Like, like you see big time brands. Not just garbage like fast food and video games. It's like, oh, pickup trucks and that kind of bullshit. But you know, on a just on a, on a little higher, different level. So I think they've already done that. I don't think, and that's something they're always working towards. Uh, so I think this is a, this is the payoff to that that Fox can go, you know what, they've got a decent enough, you know, class of uh, for uh, advertisers that one night a week we can trade off, you know, we can trade off quantity over quality. It's to just kind of just be blown about it. Like, we'll take the big, the big numbers of poor you know, lower economical, blah, 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 you know, all that kind of ratings and corporate bullshit. Um, yeah. 200 and, uh, Yeah, and it's a safe bet. Like I said, that was my first thing. They'll be, those people ain't going nowhere, those 2.2 million people that watch SmackDown every month, every week, are going, going, to, are going to be there in five years when this deal is, is up. Uh, or in six years or whatever, you know, because it's not, it's not a deal. I do want to get my, my bad scream, but it's not like this is all like preliminary. This is talks. This is stuff getting out, you know. But until, like I said to Rich last week, I would sign when when this stuff like started breaking, and we talked about it in VIP. I was like, I if I was Vince, I'd want to sign that USA deal tomorrow. Like draw them shits up, fax it to me. Digital PDF it to me. <laughs> what you want, okay? And just figure out something. You'll say, hey, I will figure out what we're gonna do with SmackDown. 
but I'm gonna sign this con- this, this USA contract today. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and disappoint it, dog. We'll figure we'll figure yeah. that out later. But then you real then you wait a week and you re- and then you find out. Oh yeah, no, somebody else was like, hey, you want a billion dollars for SmackDown? <laughs> like, shit, yeah, ching all over the place. You fucking not stumble, but you're like, yeah, I don't know. It's they're in a good position. And 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 Cam's question uh, earlier is is one that we're going to have to think about going forward. Like, can we? Uh, we will, but it'll be. It's a question that'll it'll be worth asking. Can we? Uh, you know, criticize them for for doing things or not doing certain things. So but you know what? Uh, like the short answer is yes. Like even because if 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 something if they do something bad. That's objectively bad, and people say, well, they're still getting paid. Then it's like, well, okay, there are a lot of bad things that can make you money. We're not we're not in the business of pocket watching necessarily. Now, I, I have to congratulate people on getting to the bag. Like, this is, this is crazy that they were able to pull this off. But, you know, mm-hmm. I still think that, you know, to maintain that they're on the our credibility. they're pulling this off. Yeah, I think to maintain our credibility, we still have to talk about things as being good or bad. But, like, oh, now yeah. I do think that there's that new – there's going to be that that line of WWE truthers who are going to say, well, shows how much you guys know because they made a lot of money. And it's like, but you don't, mm-hmm. so let's talk. <laughs> yeah, but the idea of, like, as much as – like, we only look at – um, like Batman vs Superman, or any of the DC movies, not Wonder Woman, as 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 uh, financial failures because of what they're compared to. Like they didn't make a billion dollars, like or anything close. But like they still did okay. You know, <laughs> they definitely did, did more than break even. You know, but you know, two hundred million dollar budget. You know, you made three hundred million or four hundred million the, the whole way, uh, international, whatever. I'm not; these aren't exact numbers, but it's not. Oh, three hundred million dollar budget, and you made a hundred one point five bill. That's just an obvious, terrific investment and and, and return on and on and everything. But uh th- but it's like well they're still in the DC world and whoever Warner Brothers or whoever makes those movies still made a lot of, a ton of money mm-hmm. they just didn't make a sh- as much as Disney made that's that's all so comparisons you know that's all I'm getting at um let's let's uh Take some calls, and I don't know. Somehow, I only scheduled the show to go two. I think we'll be fine. But I'm watching this clock. And what's your time? You, uh, you on your normal? What you been doing? I got a little bit of time. I'm good. Good, good, good. Let's uh, open this thing up and uh, talk to Kylan. And um, should I even play this damn? Sailboys. What up? Ah, there we go. Nice and re- timely and reactive when I pushed the damn thing. Kylan, what's happening? 
Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Oh, good. All right. You know. It's on your mind. Wow. What what a week we've had since our last show together. But after doing some major research, obviously, I had to switch out my some of my original questions to focus on the TV deal talk that I would like to have with you guys. And my first question regarding this subject is with ESPN now adding traditional linear TV rights to its UFC deal on top of the ESPN Plus streaming deal that was signed about three weeks ago and with with about 80 to 90 percent of Fox Sports one as the other ancillary Fox channels being UFC programming, do you think Fox will effectively turn Fox Sports 1 into an unofficial cable version of the WWE Network by having things like main event or other secondary WWE shows on there when WWE makes its way to Fox next October question well, number one. Specifically. But yeah, we all get what you mean. Uh go ahead, you wanna just go right into number two? No, no, no. Let's let's stop and uh tackle that. Uh Cam, you wanna start things off? I mean, if they ask them to, like I know that's kind of a cop out answer. I really feel like yeah. they're going to have that just that one show. If they ask them to produce more content, they will. But I, I genuinely feel like it's going to be Ron's background on TV and everything else is going to be part of the network. And now they're going to yeah. have more capital to really build up the network. I don't think uh, Fox, <laughs> just like USA, uh, NBC Universal, they didn't want see. Fox was willing, or USA Network, or NBC Universal was willing to say we don't want SmackDown, but here's three times as much for this for Raw. <laughs> They're not. They they certainly didn't want the main event and anything on any of their platforms, any of their ancillary channels and stuff. I don't think Fox is going to want main event or superstars or any of that stuff on their on their stuff. I don't think yeah. they want a show pulling in two hundred thousand viewers at you know eleven at night. They'd rather that be, um, you know, like it's been the last four or five years, like Fight Night and those kind of lower card, lower tier UFC cards and stuff. But, but, but I respect your point, Travis, but keep okay. this in mind. 
Remember, a couple of years ago, Skip Bayless, the former second banana to ESPN's Stephen A. Smith, signed Damn. with Fox for a $65 million contract just, just to get away from just to get away from ESPN and as soon as, soon as he and Shannon Sharp got their, got their show, only 69,000 people watched it. What? Well, no. They paid him a million dollars a viewer? Are you so fucking yeah, kidding me? About when, when Skip Bayless gets on so, Twitter and does like a LeBron rant, what they always yeah. do, they compare it directly to what Nick Jr. is showing at the time. So they always talk about how, like, Paw Patrol did better numbers than Undisputed that day. So, yeah. But I actually like Undisputed better than I like First first Class, oh. uh, first, first Cheers or whatever. First take. Well, it's because they're, they're both bad, but yeah. one has Shannon Sharp. So, no, I like First stuff. Take because of Skip and Shannon over Skip and Stephen A. Yeah, but I mean, Skip's still terrible. And both shows are bad. Uh, and they shouldn't be every so, day. Like, they shouldn't be. So but, you can say, I, I don't think Fox Sports will want that. But considering the fact that they pay. All right, right. 69,000 viewers. They love 150,000 people watching your main event. Yeah. <laughs> but no, and and what I say, though, Kylan. In response and to that, Colin, what I say is they don't have Skip Bayless on a bunch of different programming. So in the same vein, I don't think they would overexpose WWE. I, I think they would stick them to one show, and then if the show performs well, then I think they look at expanding more programming. But if it's a situation like a Skip Bayless where – we did spend a lot of money to make sure nobody else has this. Um, and unless they do well, I think they'll stick with kind of the one thing. Was he getting that? Was, well, was first take with him and Stephen A. getting that many viewers that they were willing to to try to take him away from there? Yeah. Well, I guess they thought so because they wouldn't have paid out that kind of a contract. Like, what did First Take do? Like, what did their did their numbers stay steady with whoever they plugged in? Oh wait, the boxer guy, Max, right? Yeah, Max Kellerman, who is good. Yeah. It's just like, it's not a show. Like with Max Kellerman on there, who's pretty objective, you see how flawed the show is because a lot of it is Stephen A. forcing himself to disagree with things and Max having to suffer through it. Um, but I don't think they're doing as well as they were with Skip. But both shows are terrible, just terrible television. <laughs> that's the con- that's what you keep coming back to, Cam. Like yeah, <laughs> but but I but I only ask that question because, like I said, I, I'm aware that most of Fox Sports One and the other Fox Channel programming is UFC and and that and NASCAR racing and stuff. So from that perspective, I was thinking, 
they're going to say, gee, we kind of need programming here. I, 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 I don't disagree with you. I just think that it would be a while before we saw any type of secondary show um, just because they would test the waters with the first. Because um, I don't know. I think they're losing, pretty proven. Yeah, they're losing UFC, I mean, right? Like UFC yeah. going to to ESPN. ESPN. But there, I mean, there is space to fill, but I, I don't know if UFC we was get doing... UFC on ABC in the next two or three years? Will there be a big afternoon like it used to be back in the day when we were, you know, in the 80s and stuff? Uh, it would be boxing on, like a big-time boxing match on broadcast regular free TV in the mm-hmm. afternoon. I'm not, you know, the biggest, biggest fights, but like decent cards. Are we going to get UFC on Disney proper prime time or, or, or early afternoon uh, uh, in the next uh, two or three years? Man, we could. I, I think Disney and ESPN are probably looking at that idea. Oh. You run the you know, know ABC I, run the risk of somebody getting their face d- done in. Remember, I think that happened on like a CBS CBS Bellator uh, show. Was that the one where the guy got his ear busted open? And it was just like CBS has got to be like, oh, what the fuck did we get ourselves into? Yeah. Oh, this guy's face is his whole side of his face is just crimson. God damn, this looks terrible. But yeah. So anyway, go ahead, Kylan. You had some more stuff. Uh, um, my my second question uh, on the same subject is: do do they do they keep do they keep with the whole we must have SmackDown or? Whatever programming we do as live since the co- since the co-president of twentieth century Fox said that they hope to have eighty percent of their programming across. Fox Channel being live, and, and how does that affect everything, do you think? I'm not sure if I really understood. Did you get... Did you I think get I do. Put yeah. me, get, my, get my other line, Trap. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, yeah, um, my thing about that, what what I've heard people say is that they do expect it to be taped on on Fridays. Now, this is super early, and nobody really has, you know, specific insight as to, as to exactly what that would be, but it's hard for me to imagine it being taped. Like, I, I just think that the opportunity to have live programming with the sports field is something that's hard to pass up. And with the amount of money that you're actually paying for this thing, you're not asking WWE to go out of their way. You're like, look, um, I know you ran. Oh, do a live show Friday, Friday but, or Thursday, yeah, or whatever. So like, 
we're going to need that live show Friday night. With WWE, you're going to see, like, nah, $200 million wasn't enough for that. Well, like, it's, just, not just, it's not just the money. I mean, that's obviously a big part of it. It's the it's the schedules of the of the trucker type guys and the the yeah. get gifts and the they all do college football and yeah. maybe high school football, that but they true. do events on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now that's true. Uh, so it's, so it's their schedule that they, that's why they 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 had the taping schedule on Tuesday. Yeah, because it's mm. it's way easier to keep to have them back to back nights or even back to back to back nights Sunday, Monday, Tuesday than it is to have them Sunday, Monday, sometimes or Monday, one or two days. Thursday or Friday. Yeah, but, yeah it wasn't. But money can. <laughs> All of a sudden, you know, you're doing you, it for extra. You throw enough money at that problem, year, it's going to go away. You know, like, it's, you know, it's uh, a matter of threshold. Here's more of that um, stuff you like, that money. It would be hard for me to see it not being a live show because I think that, like fresh live programming, I I feel like when you're in there talking about the deal, like I feel like that's part of it. I just think it is. Um, and like Colin, if you're saying they want eighty percent of their television to be live, like to pick up a show that is already done live, and then to change that, like they don't know, they don't care about the history of SmackDown. Or you know, SmackDown was uh, a tape show for the longest. And then they decided to change it because they don't get That doesn't matter. I mean, people are used to it being live yeah. now, so. They know that, and I mean the executives thinking about what they bought is what I'm saying. Yeah, Like, yeah. they're like, nah, this thing that we bought is a live show every Tuesday night. We want some of that action. That's the goal. Yeah, and, and, and um, I know this is kind of early, to, well, way early to predict this, but with WWE ratings being the way they are now, what would you, what would you, in your early estimation of ratings figures, believe? That SmackDown's first rating on Fox might be. So we're talking next October, October 19. Um, I mean, that is, yeah, way early. But, I mean, I think a good assumption is it'll probably do a little bit better than average. So if they typically, you know, do like a 1.8 on any given week, they'll, they'll do a 2-2. Two, two. They'll do a superstar shake-up level kind of thing. And, and again, if it's on Fox proper, if it's on Fox broadcast, I think just in the sheer numbers, Viewers, that's what I count. It's going to, because the rating matters differently uh, when you're on broadcast. <laughs> they're never going to be, they're never going to win or be in the top anything. They're going to be down there near CW as far as just sheer numbers go. Um, 
but but they'll they'll do better. They'll they'll do a little bit better. They'll they'll do uh, you know two and a half two two point eight million viewers some shit like that. I don't think they'll do three million view, viewers or something like that. I could be wrong, maybe, but yeah. So anyway, appreciate the uh, the call and the uh, interaction as always, Kylan. Let's um, I think go to Craig. Uh, Craig, is that you or somebody? One, 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 one. That's me. It's Craig. What's going on, Craig? Damn, as soon as you came on, Craig, Cam dropped right off. I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Damn, I'm out of here. I ain't even going to say bye. I ain't even going to say peace out, y'all. I'm out of here. This Craig guy, man. <laughs> I know. I, I'm getting all the hate. I think it's because I was on for 35 minutes last week, and and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, he didn't want to hear yeah. things. Like he's you like, man, I got other shit to do. You were uh, I I determined I determined after rehearing that because I like to listen to the whole podcast and all that, and then I listened to the um, live one. It was like an oasis. It was like the east. East Coast cast was six hours left. It was like WrestleMania. It was like the regular show went long, and then the the VIP went double long. And it I mean, was I can't tell amazing. if you're complaining or. I said an oasis. When is an oasis complaining? Oh, no, oh, okay. All right. Okay, good. All right. All right. Okay, just checking. I work. I work nights, man. I need all the content I can get to get me through. Right. I no, started I downloading ebooks and stuff and, and audio books. And, and, like, man, I can only listen to Paradise Lost so many times. Okay, so what do you like? Does any Okay, put it this way. Does any of the shit that you have heard me and Rich talk about in VIP over the last two years, did any of that in totally out of context interest you? Well, here's the thing. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down in a weird way, and it's it's probably gonna I don't know if it's gonna resonate with you or whatever. But uh, Sarah Spain and Jason Fitz, right? Do you know who they are? Yeah. Uh, um. They, <laughs> all right. Well, Sarah Spain and Jason Fitz do a sports radio show. It's from like seven to nine, or or uh, no, whatever, six to six to nine, and then they get cut off if there's a game they got to go to. And a lot of ESPN content nowadays is is focused on the NBA, and I think the NBA is one of the most boring things in the world until May. Then in May it picks up because, like, I have this I, – I, I can't stand talking about the NBA until May because you know who the final eight team – you know, nobody, nobody that's a fifth Comes out of nowhere or falls got, off. Right, right, right. The, the only, in, in this millennium, only one five seed or lower has come out and gone to the co- conference finals, not even just the regular final. It was Memphis in 2013. They were a five seed. Before that, it was 1999, and it was the Knicks as an eight seed. So since mm-hmm. the big three right. started, like, yeah, well, it's it's just all been just crap. But so, but ESPN is like incessant. With their yes, with their NBA coverage, 
and they you could go an entire like couple hours without hearing anything about baseball, hockey, soccer, any you know, it's just NBA or NFL or if something weird happens. But I love Sarah Spain and Jason Fitz and I love the Levitard show because they all talk about it's the personality involved. Right. So when right. you and Rich Yeah, when you and Rich are talking about uh uh Westworld, which I've never seen an episode of just the way you talk to each other and your personalities talking about it, I can put myself in the position to appreciate it. Sure. If you understand where I'm going with that. Yeah. But, okay, that was, a, a as you said, weird explanation. It still didn't answer my question. Does any of, and I mean specifically like the books and stuff, not the shows. Like have any of the, no, any no, of the no. weird shit? I don't, I don't, I've, I haven't read a comic book since like I think I had an Ultimate Warrior well, comic book. About, no, uh, maybe I, you know, like when we get into our, I, I thought it was pretty obvious. We were when we read like his Dark Materials or the Abhorsen series, like uh, trilogy, quadrilogy, quintrilogies, five books now, but like actual books, like real fucking. Novels like oh, YA no. novels or just no, no, like, no, no any no. of that shit that we talk I, about. Have you ever been like, mm, I wonder? Because Brian Austin read Ring Ring World, like because we talked out about it incessantly for you know three months as we went through the series. Um, yeah. And Brian Austin went and read the first, for sure, the first book, maybe the first two. Um, but yeah, so I was going. You know, I had a little list for you, but for you me, know, but you know. Well, for me, I I don't mean to, like, be offensive or anything, but I can't read fast. (laughs) Well, most of the shit we do is audio, but we just get it on, like, I have a bunch of audio files or uh, my audio, Audible. um, Yeah, yeah, I have Audible, too, and and that's where I get most of my books, and and I listen to those at work, but I got the, you know, the podcasts and everything, and it's like I I got them all lined up, and I got the OverDrive app and all that stuff. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm not big into fiction as far as reading goes. I like nonfiction stuff. Yeah, I used to be the same way. I used to was like, if I'm going to sit down and read. It needs to be like technical, like all my religion books or archaeology books and stuff. And then Friday, Olga, she got me to read his dark materials or listen to it. Um, And from there, I was like, wait, this is fantastic. (laughs) So for the past six years, I've been, you know, kind of, uh, you know, read like two books a year that are are nonfiction or that are fiction, I should say. But like like I said, you guys talk about it. You guys are very compelling in what you talk oh. about. And maybe you'd like uh there's this uh and, and Cam's back. I don't know if there was a an opportune time for him to jump in. Yeah, I'm looking at this conversation. Yeah. Shut up. Um I mean we're getting this our sophisticated uh but it's a book called The Unseen <laughs> Realm, right? And it's okay. by Oh no, stop. This download is progress, you wanna cancel it, yes. I want to hear. I want to, but it's by. Uh, Are you gonna play the theme song again for the opening? For the opening of what? This show? That's funny. No. No, I guess Cam I made that it. joke. Um, uh, but it's by Dr. Michael Heiser. Uh, so he examines the ancient context of scripture. So it's like you know nonfiction and like 
you know, Jesus stuff. You know, it's kind of your thing, too. Um, Explaining how the supernatural worldview can help us grow in our understanding of God. He illuminates intriguing and amazing passages of the Bible. Uh, But it's this really, like, he talks about, like, the, the... So, anyway, like, Psalms 82, where they talk about the council of gods, plural. He, as a young theologian, theology student, and he's like a pastor or, you know, whatever, um, he was so stuck on this. He asked his priests, his pastors, his reverends from all different types, like, somebody explain to me why, you know, we think, you know, we have this monotheistic system and idea of God. What is this? Why is God talking about he needs to go convene with the other other gods and, and figure this out. Like, can I guess? It, he, Trav, please, he never can got I a guess, good explanation. Can I guess what he said? But he, what? Can I guess what the what the pastor guy the guy's leader said? Uh, what? And many of them. He asked a whole bunch, and throughout his years oh, okay. of and, you know growing and getting different degrees did, in did theology. Did they say? Did they say? Yeah, just ignore that part. Probably. I'm sure someone. Yes, I'm sure that was a big part of it. Like, eh, we don't talk about it. Like, why don't we talk about it? <laughs> like, exactly. how do you? Because once you spend like twenty years, like, some seriously studying the Bible and be doing all that stuff, and going to different sermons and different pastors do it to have different styles, you probably realize, wait a second, certain things never get talked about. These certain verses get talked about ad nauseum. You know, like everybody talks about the beer truck thing, or not everybody, but WWE. Let's talk about, you know, they'll show the beer truck stuff and all the typical Attitude Era stuff. But it's like, that's not the only, there's some gems that y'all don't focus on and stuff. It's all Mr. Sacco and Vince in the hospital. That's it's like the only highlights y'all seem to show from the Attitude Era, the Austin Era, whatever. Uh, but yeah, but they can't because it gives away too much stuff in order to violent or obviously racism, sexism, and all kinds of crazy stuff that it's ancient stuff has issues with. But anyway, let's get off the dry ass subject. And um, well, yeah, and 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 anytime you have any kind of any Jesus kind of thing, send it along to me. I like to read all the Jesus stuff or listen to all the right. Jesus stuff. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, well, mainly what I was thought, what I wanted to ask you at first, just before, yeah. I wanted to it, because it went so long last week. I wanted to narrow it out down to like three topics, but I think I I think whatever we just did counted as a topic. Okay. Um. Sure. So <laughs> I I wanted to do a Pat McNeil style, like eight seven seven mayonnaise. And, uh, <laughs> I wanted, nobody ever said that, Craig. Um, so so no I because I listened to one gotta go on morning roast on Sunday mornings before church uh, or on the podcast and they have the one gotta go guy come on and and so I wanted my one gotta go we got four topics and one's gotta go so I'll I'll talk about the other three but I mean if you want to cut two out it's okay Uh, number one Wrestlemania on Fox Number two, National Anthem. Number three, WrestleMania on Fox? Number one is WrestleMania on Fox. Number two is National Anthem. Number three is NXT. And number four is my own one got to go. 
Okay, do your one guy to go. So which one do you want to? Which one do you want to eliminate? You got to eliminate one. I don't want to go to the national. All right, let's not do that. Because I only wanted to hear Cam's take, right. and if he not, I don't really have a well thought out take. So. All right, no national anthem. All right, number one, WrestleMania on Fox. Fox. That that's the big time. They just hit the big time. I think as we discussed, or you guys have discussed. Uh, the, but what are the chances of seeing WrestleMania on? We're just fantasy booking. I know you don't like fantasy booking, Cam, but in the next six years. Like, what is the chances of seeing a WrestleMania on Fox as part, you know, either either part of a two-day affair or whatever? Nothing's going on in April, as far as like, you know, you know, baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday. There's no football. So, what is the chances of seeing a WrestleMania on Fox if part or all? Of all, Man. absolutely n- n- no chance. You don't think Part, so? there can be a kickoff show on simulcast on Fox and YouTube and all that bullshit. Yes, absolutely. To a two-hour pre-show on Fox. Yes. You don't think main show, though, setting it up like a Super Bowl kind of thing? No, fuck no. So Fox is just going to cordon off a five-hour commercial-free block for WrestleMania? And we're going to get, Would like, real it? deal, like, commercials that, you know, running through, because they're not just going to be commercial-free. You're going to get some ads, some sponsors. Kind of like the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we already get that during pay-per-views, you know, in the last five, six, seven years. So, we, no, 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 no. No, not going to take away the network or pay-per-views by putting it on free TV. But what do they do? No. Show 
baseball box. Like we can we can miss the Brewers and the goddamn uh, Blue Jays. Not the Blue Jays. Are they even still a real thing? No. We can miss yeah the, the Brewers Blue Jays are a thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. All right. All right, hold on. We'll be good. Like, I'm on a phone call. I'm going to call you later. We'll be. Okay. Oh, wait. Who, who left? My dog was Oh, okay. Yeah, shut that, shut that dog up. Yeah, all right. Um, number two. Uh, sorry, sorry, guys. Jesus, Pete. NXT. Uh, do they have any chance of the network deal? It's not live, and it's good for the network. And even though I watch on Hulu, any chance of NXT knowing no. how how much this content is going for that they get a network oh, deal on any any? Like, oh shit. About about main event. And like about main event superstars, shock that Saturday night, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like USA with Air NXT. I could see USA Little Fox filling out an NXT every now and again. Like a one hour show that already has built in commercial breaks, so you don't have to do a lot of overproduction. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if NXT gets a deal. But I think that if there is something in the contract about entering additional content or additional uh, content, then NXT would fall under that category. Yeah, but as we've talked about, like before, you know, just in the in the regular kind of conversation about you know NXT coming to USA or doing something on regular, you know, TV, I would always come back to. The pressure, you know, the the then the pressures are different, and it's not, you know, your third, you know, your third brand out of the way, you know, just kind of on the network where people can become, you know, hone their get their characters synced up or, or whatever. It's, it's it becomes like a legit money draw, and the pressures are different. Different people are going to be in charge. <sighs> Yeah, I think yeah. You'd, you'd be asking asking for a lot because it's being subsidized right now. It's not a money earner. It's just it's just a thing that the, you know WWE makes so much money that it can that it can subsidize NXT as a brand, and it can go around and you know get five eight thousand people to show up at a show around you know around uh, in and around Florida and and uh, the places they they you know run all over now. Um, but still, they're not feeling you know. Five thousand seat building, which would give yeah, them, put them on par with some house shows. You know, you say they're not even doing that, so they're, they're not making money. money. So that's it's they are just, making money. What? They're, they're making money. Right oh, okay. In the in the fact that oh, somebody a thousand people or eight hundred people show up and pay a ticket to that show, but okay, they how much do you think it? cost to set that up and to get those guys there and to get the equipment and the trucks from Florida to Chicago or Arkansas or Philly or wherever they're running. Like, no, they're being subsidized, Craig. Like, they don't make money. Like, the money that they make is just 
you know, expend, expenditure. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's not anything substantial. Yeah. They're not turning a profit, not even close. Again, the money that WWE pays to to produce NXT, they're, what they bring in doesn't at all come close to, to breaking even, let alone making some money. So, yes, they make money they make ticket sales sales they they make merch okay. sales but yeah still some yeah. Come on with the third uh one got to go my uh one got to go is beer tequila vodka or whiskey tequila can kiss my ass uh, so yeah, that gets fuck out of here. Probably beer, Craig. Like that's hard. Probably beer, because you know I'm, I'm a Texas guy. Like he was an important part of my upbringing. Um, mm. Vodka because I, you know, like to like to watch my figure, and then whiskey because I'm a grown man with hair on my chest. So <laughs> beer, but it's hard, man. Damn. So you everywhere, everything would just be some kind of hard, hard drink. You can just chill with a brewski. Yeah, that's I mean, that's, I'm, that's where I'm I have to the guy who like, I'll I'll pour a glass of thanks to thanks to my grandfather. I love you, Wendell Hawkins. I'll pour up a glass of whiskey on ice mm-hmm. and then just hold that for the next two hours. Right. Yeah. Or or a vodka cranberry for you, right? Yeah. No, no, I'm sure I'm just I'm thinking like you rare I rarely do like I'm mean, not rarely. I see when we hang out he's, he has a beer uh, enough. I mean, you know, more than, you know, rare. Uh but say 7 out of 10 times Cam's going to have like a some kind of mixed drink or some kind of liquor. So. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call, guys. Love, Thanks, Craig. <laughs> love you. Guys. All right. Hey, we love you too. Bye. All right. Let's. Uh, while we still got Cam, I'm trying to get some people that haven't talked to you in a while. Let's bring. I think we're going out to Phoenix. To talk to Brian. Brian, is that Hold you? Out. Hey, Trav. Hey, Cam. Hopefully, you both have a real good night. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. What's going on? Yeah, we'll make this quick. Uh, yeah, it has been a while since I talked to Cam. So, um, first thing, Trav, um, so both times where I left voicemails, uh, you play them at the end of the uh, end of the East Coast cast. Yeah, I almost forgot all about you. Yeah. Yeah, and did that the, the two times I've, I've left vo- voicemails. So, yeah. first question, and Cam, I know you've been doing, I mean, Cam, uh, for those of you who don't follow Cam on Twitter, he has some really interesting exchanges with people. And, Cam, I don't want to drag you down another mud hole here, but and I know our age differences between the three of us. So I'm going to ask you this question, and I'm going to say the answer is no. And, of course, I'll say why I say no. But was the uh, manager, the WWF manager, Slick, was he a pimp? Yeah. Um, no, he was not. Wasn't he? He was a pimp yeah, reverend kind of guy, right? Yeah, he was, I mean, he was a hustler. He wasn't a pimp. He, they didn't outright ever in, in, insinuate that he was selling women's bodies. Yeah, he had no business. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, not on screen. But okay. So again, uh, guys, I know our age difference, but you know, I 
I was a teenager slash young adult when um, watching WWF at that time. And at any time, there was never a mention of women at all. He was like a street hustler, preacher guy, thing like that. Yeah. But he never talked about having women at all. So he wasn't. A, and okay. I heard somebody say that, you know, on one of these things. That's the reason why yeah, I want to see what, what your thoughts were. Yeah, I'm guilty of spreading that if that's uh, indeed the case, that he never, uh, that wasn't a part of his gimmick. Okay, so um, I'm going to ask Cam, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Trap and Rich on the exclusive VIP portion of the East Coast Cast about, and Trap, uh, Trap, uh, Trap, this is the question I asked you about. It, would you be more shocked, Cam, if there were a hundred robots walking around Earth right now that are disguised as humans and we have no idea? Or you, would you be more shocked if there's a hundred aliens walking around right now and we have no idea? Would it be more shocking to me? Um, I mean, the aliens would be more shocking. Um, really? The aliens would be more shocking to me if there were a hundred walking around. Um, but not by much. Like, because I, uh, I don't know how much Black Mirror you watch, but like they have that episode about those those creepy dogs, and then we got people actually making those exact creepy dogs. So like, I don't know. I feel like that could be a thing with them walking around doing what they do. I mean, I get that logic. My 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 rationalization was I'd be more shocked that if that robots, it'd be like the scene in, in episode four, third, three or four of Westworld this season, where you're just like, what? We're at that point where we got robots walking around that we don't know are robots? Fuck! But aliens? You th- the idea of aliens? Like, well, if they can traverse the stars, they've got like certain physics defied physics that we don't even know about. So uh, their technology probably allows, yeah, that's not shocking at all. Like, you know, if the, again, if you, if you uh, subscribe to that uh, idea of that broad generalization of, of what aliens can, can do or whatever, robots, that means we humans built that. And I just don't think in 2018 we're at that point where they could just be just completely undetectable living life. Whew. That's going to be a scary day, though, when it does happen. I just don't think we're there yet. Oh, so yeah. That's why I say the robots will be shocked. Absolutely. <laughs> free. I agree. Uh, so, yeah. So, what else you got, Brian? Um, so, for wrestling topic, and I dialed in when Kylan was talking, so I'm not sure if you approached this part yet. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, Joe, Joe versus Brian hey, uh, next week. And uh, I'm not an ROH guy, so I never saw it, I never saw any of their matches at all. So I'm looking forward to it. But so I'm gonna let both of you go, and I'll uh, keep driving home. Hopefully, you both have a real good night. I will drop an email to the exclusive portion of the East Coast cast. And I, of course, I always appreciate both of yourselves. But my question is: So Jeff Hardy tapped out to Brian. I'm sorry, Daniel Bryan's uh, heel lock. And yeah. you know, back you know, way back in the day, huge deal. You know, somebody tapped out. You know. Uh, most wrestlers wouldn't do it because, you know, they barely want to get pinned cleanly, let alone tapping out. Nowadays, no, you know, of course, more acceptable. And I do like how, you know, they at least tried to, or at least like uh, Tom Close explained it where, hey, he tried to at least reach for the ropes. His knee was already hurt. Brian caught him, and the best thing for him to do, you know, the final of the day was to tap out. So my question is, what are your two feelings about tapping out? Especially, you know, you have some extreme situations. We have a situation like that. So I'll hang on and listen, guys. Really appreciate it. Have a real good night, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate you. 
Um, I'm for the more realistic tap outs, meaning I don't like people being in holds for 30, 40, 50, 60 seconds. It's just unbelievable. Uh, we know, and it's simply because we've had almost, you know, certainly a decade, but, you know, depending on when you watch, you know, two decades of knowing absolutely fight, you know, it makes martial arts. We know what it looks like. We know when somebody gets trapped in a, in a hole that they, they eventually are going to tap out to, you know, you get a, you get about four or five good, depending where it is, if it's on, up and around your neck, you know, you might not get four or five good seconds to tap out. Um, but you've got you've got certain time before some real damage is done, irreversible or or real career threatening damage is done to you. So we know tap outs don't don't people aren't crawling all over the place. Very very rarely, and usually it's because it's not in. You know, oh they haven't sensed it in, so the person's squiggling around trying to get up the cage, doing that kind of stuff. But in the middle of the ring, in the figure four, in the cross face, labella, whatever. And you're squeezing all over, and you roll into the ropes, and you're crawling, and then you get rolled back to the middle, and you're still. That's just unbelievable. So I'm all that to say I, I like a more realistic tap out. I don't like the, uh, the you know. So I, I don't care about people tapping out. I'm not averse to. It. I don't. I don't think it takes away, especially when the announcers the announcers are there to to uh, to sell it properly. Whether you know it's a heel or babyface, depending on how they want to get it over. So it's wrestling. You can have, you can have your cake and eat it too. You know, like normal people do with cake. Only person that would have your cake and not eat it is Cam, because he's a sucker. And you know. Yeah, but no. So I I gotta go. with My last thing would be like something like the ankle lock, where angle standing and you're fighting it, I'm cool with. But when you great binds it, then you gotta tap out. So yeah, you're done. Depend you on gotta, you gotta. Yeah. But yeah, man, I love no, the rest of the great rest of the show. You know, you gotta talk to you. And Cameron Hawkins, everybody. Let's uh, keep it moving. Ho, ho, ho. Eight four five. I know you ain't mean to. I'm gonna I'm give you a moment. Eight four five to put your hand down to unpress one because you know reasons <laughs> so while you do that cuz I'm not even going to bogart and stiff arm you onto the show you know I'm past that I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm yeah <laughs> uh Willis I believe uh what's happening what up nothing much just Shaking my head at that trash of the sea of justice that they call Raw on Monday night, and the only good match was the match at the match at the ahead, end with um with Finn Balor and, and um Braun Strowman. Um, what was they, your biggest issue with it? That it just didn't have good matches. That uh, was it, a, it just was a, a like a no nothing. It was just like a no nothing raw. That lastly, shit was fucking corny as all get out. It was they so bad. They had that Sammy Zayn tried they so had, hard to keep that somewhat like 
you know, it, yeah, it was bad. And, and I don't know, um, when Bobby was, that to, was that to like expose or to set up Lashley like to be the buff, the idiot that they're laughing at backstage, or you know, or or Sami Zayn the butt of this stupid, you know, obvious joke. I hope it's a joke. I hope somebody didn't put this together and think, oh, this is going to be one for the ages, or or even, yeah. How do you put that together and not know it's going to just be garbage? I I have no idea what the fuck they were thinking. They just basically, I feel like Bobby Lashley was just high because they didn't think that um, Brock Lesnar was going to resign again. And now since Brock resigned, they don't know what the fuck to do with Lashley. That's why they got him doing this bullshit now. Because he don't, they basically took away everything that was interesting in him and CNA and took all that away. It just brought him back as the same Bobby Lashley that didn't really get over in the first place in WCW. I mean WWE. So I don't understand that. And then they started the show with Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens, and that match was so so fucking slow and boring that they had to bring out Seth Rollins to hype the crowd back up to get people into the damn match, and that worked a little bit, but still ain't have um get Roman cheated because Jinder Mahal came out there and beat the shit out of him, and nobody really cared about that evil way, so it's just, uh, uh-uh. It's just a shame and disgrace that damn um, Roman Reigns experiment, they trying everything. They brought Stephanie out, and they still was booing his ass and cheering for Stephanie, so it's just, I don't know. They just need to let that man go away for a couple months because everything they do in that shit just ain't working. I, I actually don't understand thought the logic in that. Seth Rollins' involvement was a good, a, obviously a good thing for him. Came out, saved the day, got the win in the tag match, looked good doing it, you know, just, and the crowd just continues to be completely behind him 100%. So, to me, yeah. successful segment. Um, I didn't think the Roman-Owens match that they had, you know, was was that bad. It just was, it was slow and not exactly inspired. But you kind of understood why. I mean, you can't, like, <laughs> you know, I know guys, you know, you want guys out there busting their ass and, you know, every time and all that. But, like, hey, man, he know he's going to have to go 10, 12 minutes with Owens, and then to go 15 more minutes in the tag match, because that match took up damn near the whole hour, or that whole, you know, that whole segment, the opening, the match, the second match. Um, you know, four commercial breaks or some shit in total. It was, you know, long. So they're pacing themselves. I, I, I was. It was just more the middle of that show. That actually was the, the best part for me. I liked Rollins getting getting his shine. And then I like the way they kept Balor in that match and didn't have it look like I didn't. All I wanted to come out of that match and not be pissed off at how they how they made Balor look, and they did. Uh, they went. I think I don't want to say they went out of their way to make Balor look good or credible, but I think he went out of his way, and Braun didn't treat him like you know. He yelled at him a few like, "All right, I'm done playing with you," but you know he Braun Strowman like. 
he's going to yell at anybody. So uh, I didn't get a disrespectful vibe. They didn't book it like, you know, look at this tiny little Finn Balor. How was he? Like, nope, it was a very logical match. Um, but the middle of the show and the, oh, you know what? The women's signing contract match actually was okay. That was actually yeah, really good. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, right. so you had those three moments, I think, to Raw, and everything else was just so uninspired that that it just equals like a not good show. And then when you put them back to back, and when you have SmackDown, I thought, am I am I just overvaluing SmackDown from last night too much? Nope. I thought it was a good show, right? Yeah, SmackDown been yeah, good like, show for the last. Since Russ, since Daniel Bryan came back, the show been excellent. Right, right. It's well, yeah, so it wanna... like... And again, as I said earlier, it has the distinct advantage of being two hours, which after the show is over, you just you feel different. You go, oh wow, that was good. Instead of, ah, you know, whatever that was, I got through it. Like, you know, that was three hours and ten minutes of my life. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause you know, look so I don't act talking through it again. Like, I don't think Raw was too bad. It's just like, man, if they'd have just, if that would have just been a two-hour show, it would have been fine. But, and, yeah. and, another, and, and another thing with SmackDown, look at all the goddamn wrestlers they have on there that really can go. You got Joe. You got yeah. um, um, no, Ryan. Is, you got is, AJ. Is, is, up on SmackDown, like by far. Right. Mhm. And with with people like um on Raw, when they have to get in the it, it, when they got to get in, in the ring with somebody like Roman, they got to tone all this shit down because he can't really do any fucking anything. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just you being hard on Roman. No, I think Roman does can do stuff and can be a part of innovative he, spots and. He he do the same fucking. He do I mean, the yes, same he fucking does shit. the same stuff, but he's still he's fine at selling. He can he's not. I never get the feeling that Roman's backstage like, or before he talks, you know, in the agents match, you know, with the agent and the other wrestler putting the match together. Like I'm not doing that, brother. I don't get that feeling. Maybe he, on certain nights he might go, no, my neck is jacked up. I can't, I'm not taking that on this rando fucking Omaha night house show, <laughs> you know, on a random Wednesday right. or whatever the fuck. So, you know, but, but you know, that's the one thing I never really give Roman too much shit about is his actual, what he does physically in the ring. I might criticize he should do some moves, more moves, or – Maybe not do the same ones he does over and fucking over. I don't need to see six Superman punches in one match. It makes the Superman punch bullshit. Um, but when it's he's counted on, I don't, I don't, yeah, he's he's physical. He gets the shit kicked out of him. I don't. I think that's just and him he gets, and he get put in a whole bunch of rest holes through most of his damn matches. But I'm gonna leave that one alone. Oh come on, Willis. 
pop for him the day after WrestleMania. They didn't give a shit about him for real. I think they did. So, he got a little bit yeah, of Yeah, he's, he's in a tough spot right now. He's not the type where you go, where you are confident. Like, like if they're giving, like, some other, like, like even Miz, a few years ago, you, if you're a Miz fan especially, or if you even knew to me, you're probably like, he'll get through this. He's not going to, you know, but, like, is can he come out the other side? Like, can you be confident if you're, you know, a fan? I don't think so. Like, oh, he's too much of a character. He's too charismatic. He's too has too much natural, you know, ability that he's can't be held down. Like nah, he's the exact person to get forgotten about and 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 lost in the sauce and just yeah. So uh uh-uh, uh so man. But I, I wouldn't yeah. go as far as to say they've ruined him. They did they they did the only thing they could do after having just such a terrible segment was have him just go out there and just beat everybody up. Like all right, well that's something. You know, and I like the WWE, uh, the alert they sent out. Bobby Lashley, and they were so, they were so, like, wanted to make it so obvious that, like, these are men, everybody. Like, these are not actually Bobby Lashley's sisters, or we're about to have (laughs) Bobby Lashley come out here and beat up. Even on their alert, Bobby Lashley pummeled the men posing as his sisters. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that make sure Glad wasn't going to get in their ass about that shit. Well, I don't even know about that. Just, just, just anybody, just people being turned on. Like, wait a second. That's kind of, yeah, for whatever reason. But. Yeah. So, uh, only right. other thing I, I'm curious yeah. about, you hear, you hear the rumor going around that WWE events is going to eventually just make all the pay-per-views longer. They're just going to make them four hours. They're going to start at 7 o'clock. Yeah, what did I see? And, and, and I, saw something, I saw something going around. It was like, all pay-per-views are going to be four hours. And the thread on Twitter that I saw that, it was hilarious. People just with dead emojis, with people just laying on the ground, like, kill me now. Like, what the fuck? Like, you're killing me, WWE. Yeah, that's just as bad so we'll as the thing I mean, I think that's just been unofficial for the longest. It's just, oh, they made right. it official? Or it could have just been some inter- weird Internet stuff. You know how that goes, too. So. <laughs> that, that's, just as, that's just as bad as the picture of the new Thundercast cartoon com- coming out and everybody pissed about that joint. Why? What is, how what, what, how's it look? It looks like Steven Universe. That, so that was real? <laughs> Oh yeah, my that's god! Real. That's I saw somebody real. look, 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 look. Somebody posted a meme or like a little comic block that they made, and it was like Lionel, and it was like a serious Thundercats thing. And then here comes Snarf with the stupid Steven Universe face animation, like straight out of. And I fucks with Gumball, but it was like straight out of Gumball. Like, why they got Snarf looking like that? And they had Lionel, and Snarf was like corrected Lionel or something, or you know, because Lionel said something either out of turn or he was wrong about something. And Lionel just grabbed him and was like, "I said it's this," and he was like, "Okay, it's that." He's like, "Yeah, damn right it is." Like, and I just didn't understand. Like, I, I don't understand why Snarf looks like that. I don't understand why they treat them so bad. Like, Lionel never talked to Snarf, treated Snarf like that. But oh yeah, no, now I get it. 
Fuck that. Yep. Oh. It's coming out 2019. It's called Thundercats Raw, and it's going to be a fucking joke. The, the, guy making it, the, the guy making it say he used to watch Thundercats with his brothers when he was a kid, and he said he liked the cartoon. So why are you disrespecting your childhood like this, Holmes? What the fuck? No, he said... No, he said he see the he saw the comedy in the show while he was watching it, and that's the, what he First said off, he was gonna bring out. Thundercats was show. corny as fuck. Like I watched it like two years ago. I, I went and downloaded the whole series, and 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 got through like two seasons. It's the corniest, dumbest fucking. Like, you know, like only seven year olds can enjoy this. You know, they caught Mumra one time, and then they're like. Now get out of here, Mumra! Stop doing evil deeds. It was like, what? Chop his head off! Like, what are y'all doing? Like, and they just well, let Mumra go. It was just like all the other cartoons back this, in the like, day. Yeah. Just like Transformers and all that shit and GI Joe. After they catch Cobra Commander, he suddenly worm himself up and he go. Because if you catch the bad guy at the end, right, you don't the have no show. Yeah, right. so. But yeah, yep, yeah, that's it. And if you can't, real. if you that's never catch him, how can your how can the audience like, damn, GG Joe sucks. They never catch Cobra. You know who never got caught? Yeah. The fucking uh, what's his face on Inspector Gadget? He ain't never get caught. He always slipped away. <laughs> we never seen what the fuck he even looked like. So yeah, I still don't know what that man looked like. Also, with the arm. We had him that one time. It was just an arm with a bomb attached. Like fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, man, I got a bunch of calls on hold. All right. Good talk to you. Um, all right, let's see if 845 kept his courage up. Nope. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, what? One of these days. I thought today might have been that day, but alas, it's not. Uh, all right, I'm going by straight who's been on hold the longest. Uh, so two two four zero. I'm coming to you next. Then eight one four eight one four. Then three one two. So uh, two four zero. Is this uh, is Frank? Two four zero. Who's this? No, this is Lamarcus. Who is it? Lamarcus. Demarcus. What's happening? Wait, Demarcus or Lamarcus? Because we got we got Lamarcus. Uh, uh, Lamarcus, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening? Yeah. Not much. Uh, yeah, I saw that Thundercat stuff, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know why they need to like. This, this is the same thing with the Teen Titans Go situation. Like, why like change change it up like that? Like, I understand your appearance. But wait, kids, Teen but, Titans Go I mean, after the fa- I don't watch it, but apparently is a gigantic smash. Like everybody that watches well, yeah, Teen Titans Go I mean, yeah, it's good, loves Teen Titans I mean, Go. I mean, it's, so yeah, I mean, if they're trying to do I mean, that with it, like ugh, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Thing, I just like, don't have. I never I mean, had a love for Teen Titans. Period. So I don't feel disrespected right. or you know that they made a Teen Titans Go and made it the way they did. But nah, I fucked with Thundercats. And they, 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 yeah. But the same thing happened with Transformers. Remember Transformers in like '97. Oh, the like computer see the weird CGI transformers yeah and, and all that yeah it was just yeah it was, that's just yeah. what they do no I mean like when Teen Titans Ghost first came out it was like what the fuck did they do with Teen Titans like that's how I feel like the sunset stuff it's like it came very 
comical and stuff when it should have been just yeah. more action than comical. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they obviously, yeah, but, uh, after all these years, you will recognize that they found their place and their niche, right? Sure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. If, if they need a movie, but I mean, but I think with car- like cartoons that make movies, I was like, how can you make a movie yeah. just a what a, a cartoonist what what is not like ten like fifteen minutes long, but a cartoonist what yeah. times as long. So like, it's not a movie, just a longer episode. <laughs> yeah, so. and it's for the hardcore fan. Like the movie will be like, you know, will pay because the show pays off and has all these Easter eggs and. You know, insider right. stuff. I can. I, I just assume the movie will be more of that. It'll be super serving the audience that's hype and happy to see that. Like I'd go see Teen Titans right. the movie and be like, "What?" Everybody be cracking up. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it because I don't watch Teen Fucking Titans. No, or you know, any of them. I don't like anything. Right. I really don't like anything. De- oh shit! I meant to bring this up with Willis. Um, the damn. Um, Iron Man cartoon on Viceland. It's like it's anime. I'm just like, hey, let me check this out. And then I watched the end. And then I watched the entrance, the intro, and was like, I don't know. It didn't say a year. It only had episode seven. It was just a random. I was. I just was on the Viceland. You know, like on their feed, like on their on demand. Like, there's an Iron Man cartoon. And then I watched it like a few nights ago. Like. Four minutes of it, I couldn't get. Th- it's all anime. I just don't like that. That's just not my shit. Uh, I was like, no, nah, I don't want to look at any sexy anime. Tony Stark, like, I'm, 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 I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah. But I figured Willis, he would have probably been like, oh yeah, that came out in you know 2013 and blah blah blah. But had all the deets. So I meant to bring it up. But anyway, yeah, what's on your mind? Besides, yeah. uh, well, I had a question. Well, like. I, like I heard in previous um, East Coast tests, that you that you that you, you were called someone a cornball, right? And like I just had a question because um, the comedian, what is his name? Uh, Gary Owen. I think he's like married to a black woman. The yeah, matter of like fact, my friend woman. Chelsea and Alicia saw him uh, for Chelsea's birthday, like two days, three days ago, in Philly. Okay, okay, but uh, I know. Um, I think he was like a few weeks ago. He was like coming up like Christian or whatever. Cause he was, cause I think he like he had his wife say the word like nigga for him because he like like talking about somebody else and like he was like she was talking for him for yeah. his soul. Yeah. No, like through yeah, they did a bit that got some backlash. Words. I do know that. Right, and like I'm I'm not sure if it, it was related to it. But I saw a tweet that he was like I think he was like he was he said something like. Um, I, uh, if any of y'all, it was like pretty much like some, some like if any of y'all cornballs have an issue, like we can't tell this on the court or something like that. I was like, do people say like call someone cornball directly or there's something you'll say about somebody? So I know you used that word. Like, I, didn't, I never grew up using cornballs. So I'm like, I don't know how it's used. So I'm like, do you, is that something you say to someone directly? And you're from DC or something, right? No, no, I'm from Mississippi. Where? No, I'm from, I'm from Mississippi. Oh, um, okay, well, yeah, y'all used Bama, right? That's basically the same thing. I remember when I yeah. got to Norfolk yeah. uh, 98 okay. for, yeah. for college, and Bama asked this, Bama that, and I was like, or or Joe, you know. Or, that was more the D.C. guys would say Joe, but, 
Um, so yeah, just different. <laughs> different. Okay, so you know, about is like a northeastern Bama, I guess. Yeah, that's all regional uh, okay. insults. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That makes sense. Because when, when I read it, I was like, is that how you said someone directly a cornball? Like, it just didn't sound right. Cause, and I heard you like call uh, Amber Moon a cornball. Well, who like, called? Corn. Remember when the ESPN guy or NFL guy called? Um, uh, who's, who's the quarterback from Baylor that played for the Skins and the Browns? Got the white wife. Uh, uh, I can see his face. Always uh, injured. Red. RG3. RG3, yeah. Calling him a cornball brother. Like, we all knew what the yeah, fuck he was yeah. talking about. Right. <laughs> yeah. But right, yeah. I just took it like, I mean, it was, I mean, they took it, I guess, the way it was intended. Because he was like, yeah, you ain't, you know, you a cornball brother. Like, we all knew, and we all knew exactly. And then when you see his wife, like, oh, yeah, no, that totally makes sense that you would marry a, a woman like that. Because you Sorry, like, it's just, you know, whether it's fair or unfair, uh, it's just, you know, that's the perception. Um, and now, so, yeah. And now um, he, I think he, like, divorced her and got another, like, white girlfriend. Uh, another, another, another bottle, Becky. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> I do remember, like, just talking, keeping with the corn, corn slang. Like, I, we say corny, like, in Philly, like. You right. corny as fuck, or this show is corny. Yeah, yeah, corny. And, yeah, yeah. you know, we all know what corny means, but it was not, yeah, it's not like the shit down south, or at least for chance, not the real south, but people don't, they had their, yeah, their other words. Virginia's what do you mean corny? Yeah. It's yeah. corny, man, what the fuck? <laughs> corny ass cornball, bro. I never consider Virginia the real South. So if you say that from the South, yeah, like, and most we do because we're above it. But I'm sure, yeah, some motherfucker from Mississippi, like, okay, Virginia, like, sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all fought under this flag 200 years ago, but fuck out of here. <laughs> I will say that, like, one thing I feel is like black people from Mississippi always have family from Virginia, both are from Chicago, Milwaukee, and the state of Virginia, <laughs> like. Like there's always like someone in Mississippi like I have family from like these three different places, but Virginia's not. Uh, I don't see that. Stuff, so. But um. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, the, the regional, the wrestling. regional colloquial cast is over. What's uh, <laughs> what wrestling <laughs> stuff you got on your mind? Right. So in the match with Roman and Kevin Owens, that first move that Roman did was a shoulder block, and Kevin Owens oversold it. And when he did that, the first thing I thought was, make Roman look good. That's why I said that out loud, like, make Roman look good. <laughs> 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 Did you notice that? Like, he even, like, like he... I think he, he barely touched you, everybody. Look. Everybody should just... I think I know what you're talking about. Because I had this, a thought that was like, is move. now everybody going to just over... Like, Shawn Michaels for Hulk Hogan? I was like, I kind of thought, like, what if everybody did that? Everybody that wrestles Roman just takes super exaggerated bumps. Right. That was like, it was like, it was like pretty much the first move. I think Kevin like pushed him, and like they, I think, uh, what I think they like he threw him to the ropes and stuff, and then he bounced off the ropes and like shoulder tackled him, and Kevin Owens flipped up. Kevin Owens flipped over, and I was like, make Roman look good, and I walked away. <laughs> I just Can't make him look good. Yeah. So. Is, is that, and with that, with that said, is there? 
anything that kind of I think was it last week I asked no or a couple of weeks ago I asked are there phrases that WWE uses that you that you don't like are there certain things that wrestlers do that you don't like because for example I guess it's too late because John Cena isn't really well, it's a full time anymore but I can't stand the way John Cena kicks out of opinions because if you notice the way he kicks out he will push the person off of him with one with one arm and use the other arm to like move his my shoulder up off the ground. Like no matter, like pretty, it's like you're just saying like every time he two arms. Like he, yeah, every time he, no matter how bad he beat up, he'll push the person off and then like like push the person off with one arm and then use the other arm to like pretty much kick out. So it's like you know what I miss what? about kicking out of pins. Remember, just like. You don't always have to like now. Everybody just gets their shoulder up. Yeah, but remember, you could be getting pinned, and all you got to do is that move where you. I'm about to do it like anybody can see me. Where you just kind of jump, for lack of a better word. So you 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 lift your back off the canvas because you force your whole you know body and the person laying on top of you's body up. And that's breaking, you know, that's a kick out because you broke, you know, your your shoulder came off, your entire body or most of your upper back came off. But, yeah, you don't have to just always throw. You can just literally, like, it starts at your legs and you wind up and then the energy comes through and it allows you to, uh, to, to yeah. kick out. So, yeah, um, I don't like when, and Wade points this out on his high lines all the time, I hate when people position themselves and scooch over so they can take top rope moves. Uh, yeah. Hate it. You fucking no, killing yeah. me. You're kill it's it's so negligible too. It's not even like that, like they that didn't make a difference. It made a symmetric difference, like it looks visually, but the person going on top if the person going on the top rope can't hit the move effectively and safely with you scooched over that six inches over to the left and not perfectly aligned, they shouldn't have a fucking job wrestling and jumping off the top goddamn rope. Like, just lay there. Or make them drag you a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Yeah, I know. Make them go, oh, shit, he's too far out. He ain't scooching. I got to drag him. Or go up and try to get a little further or whatever. It's just... Like, RVD would never do that because he was athletic enough to be able to. Now, that's an extreme, but every move, you know, he could hit a frog splash three-quarters across the ring. Everybody, you know, nobody's asking that. But, yeah, don't scoot. Oh, oh, and even worse, because it has nothing to do with it's only your personal vanity when typically a chubbier guy or somebody like Shane that's not necessarily like fit like the rest of the wrestlers like he's dead fit like I'm mean, certainly more fit than me you know but when he's like in a move he's getting his ass kicked but you got the wherewithal to like make sure your gut's not showing when your shirt goes up over your <laughs> belly abyss was good for that I hate like you're in a hardcore match throwing people on broken glass. You're getting hung from upside down in a really brutal angle. They're hanging you by your ankles. You're so concerned that your fucking belly is showing. 
You're hanging upside down in this vicious angle with blood dripping all over the place. Probably got put through a damn thing of tacks and glass five minutes earlier, and you're worried about your little belly showing your birthmark. I think he had like a birthmark or something on his stomach. And he's all too worried about keeping the gravity from bringing his shirt down. Like, you're killing the moment. I don't believe that you're hurt now because you got the wherewithal. I know if I was hanging for my life or somebody's beating the crap out of me, shit, we see it all on YouTube. We see bitches' titties flopping all out of the place. You know, ain't nobody trying to straighten up their halter top. First off, you know, they wouldn't go into a fight with a damn little shirt on anyway. But it's it's dumb. It's unreal. It breaks, breaks me out of the moment. So those are the two things Isn't that why, I hate. That wrestler's thing. Isn't that why Roman wears, uh, wears a vest? Because, like, sometimes you can sort of see when a vest shows up, it almost looks like Roman has a gut, but I'm not sure because he's wearing a compression shirt. And compression shirts, I mean... Uh, that's the I mean, last you know, thing like, you should be worried about. Like, seriously. Like, I just said that's the last thing he should be worried about, his his his, his physique. Like, he's fine. Like, nobody's... If Roman took his shirt off and he was built, like, an Uso, nobody's going to blink. Or even an Uso six months ago when they were doing the weenie-do lines when the Usos were getting a little chubby, or at least one of them was. If he, even if he was built like that, what, all of a sudden you're going to think less of him? Like, that's hard to do in a lot of cases. But no, no they mean like, whatever. Like, again, most guys are going to be like, I wish I looked like a, a chubby Uso with my shirt off. Like, fuck. I push an old lady down the steps and magically... Uh, uh, look like an Uso. <laughs> like, oh, no work, no, no, no discipline on my part. Sure, shove. <laughs> you know, Uso. Um, this wasn't a question, but since you mentioned it, I just remember. What yeah. were they even on any of the shows when they were in the UK or Canada? And that's because, is it because like one of the Usos had that arrest? Whatever. Oh, uh, I didn't even think about that. But we talked about why no tag teams were on last last week in London. Uh, but the oh, Usos didn't oh, come up specifically. We were like, where the hell were all the tag teams? Did they not go on the on the tour? Well, I know the Bloods and Brothers did have like a, a on screen segment, but whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. That stupid toy thing. My thought about that was it because like one of the Usos was arrested like a while back. I don't know if that uh, if a DUI keeps you from being able to go out of the country or not. Uh, that that would seem a little unfair. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sympathetic to people who drink and drive. I think they're fucking dumb assholes and put theirs and everybody's life in danger when they do that. Um, but I don't know if that should they should be able to be like, oh, you've gotten trouble here, so you can't like. Work or pleasure, like you shouldn't be able to just take somebody's passport away because they, you know, unless they commit. I mean, I guess I was saying unless they committed a crime. Well, DUI is a crime. Wait, did she kick? Him? <laughs> wow, Lacey Evans beat Kyrie Sane clean. Holy shit, Lacey Evans with the biggest victory of her embryonic career. You're fucking right. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> They're not playing around. And Kyrie's still out. She went up, she jumped off the top rope court of vicious forearm. Is that Kyrie's daughter in the audience? Get out of here, little kid. My cheering for you, bad guy mom. But she won clean. I can't even be mad at her. So, anyway, anything else? Did we even get to yeah, uh, all your stuff? 
Are there other than the obvious title reigns? Well, the question is, are there like I guess two title reigns that you can think of that shouldn't have happened? And I don't mean the obvious stuff like Ray Kylie's gender, unless not unless a bit of Carmella's title reign and stuff like that. Are there like two title reigns that you? I guess top of your head, you, you uh, think of that should have never happened. And also, what would you say was the, or I guess the greatest transitional title reign, if that makes sense, or greatest transitional champion? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you take away some good ones as far as like what title reigns that shouldn't have never happened. Oh, 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 oh! Rey Mysterio as WWE champion with the spin, with the with the. With the inter- interim sm- uh, spinner title, and then oh, John yeah, Cena came back at the end of the show, back. and yeah. like that was horrible. Yeah. That was, and then not, and then it wasn't because of it shouldn't have happened because of Ray, but because yeah, that was just yeah. he's WWE champion well, for, for an hour. Wouldn't Cena's title, quote unquote, title reign be just as bad too? <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying Ray. That's why. I, that's why I uh, uh, qualified it with this thing. It has nothing to do with Ray. It's oh, just, oh, oh, it shouldn't yeah. have happened because that was so stupid and pointless. Like, why would you? Like, why? Why would you do that? Um. What else? What other title reigns? And is it just limited to world titles? Um, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you can, you know, you can do other titles. I guess like significant title reigns, I guess, which is like something else um, that made a big deal out of. Yeah. Uh, and I bring up secondary titles. I can't even think of any. <laughs> uh, but let me think. Greatest transitional. I mean, probably a Mick Foley one. Probably. I mean, because transitional these days means something different, right? Like a transitional champion in, you know, in the 70s was, you know, Ivan Putsky beating your, beating Bruno, so three weeks later, a month later, or Stan Stasiak beats Bruno, so two weeks later, Pedro can beat Stan Stasiak, and they just go from one baby face to the other without having them to face and lose or beat each other, right. but that was literally the transition of- from a guy holding the title for you know four or five years to a guy that's going to hold the title for another one or two or three years. So that's a real transition, two weeks. But when the average <laughs> right. title reigns are like four to six months or some shit, like they're all transitions to the next <laughs> champion. What right? wasn't Leon Punk? Long title reign at the end, pretty much a transitional, because he lost it to The Rock, and that was pretty much set up, so I guess Cena could. Yeah, but you can't put him. Big Punk's title reign a transition to The Rock, you know. I meant the end, I meant the end of The Rock. I mean, like, I mean, not the end, what the that doesn't, then, if, then, then, then it's not, a, if you can't take a 400-something day reign and say, oh, the end was transitional, I'm like, no. No, that doesn't fit the definition of you know, transitioning from one thing to another. But yeah, I would probably say like modern stuff, like yeah, like Mick Foley's title, you know, win at SummerSlam, <laughs> only to the next day Jr. arm get 
you know, Triple H put JR in an arm lock or something and makes Foley put the title on the line and he takes it and holds it for the next fucking God knows however long. <laughs> so, um, and that was the, literally the first pay-per-view I, I came back to when I was 19 in 99 when I came back to wrestling after six-year hiatus. And then watching the Raw the next night or whatever it was. Yeah, so that's when it all started. <laughs> and here we are, you know, it's almost 20 years later. Right. So. And also, last question. This is what about Saudi Arabia, um, what the Saudi Arabia deal. Is sort I guess, I'm trying to figure out how it works, but is this deal just an example of, I guess, like, oh, I guess a white man is possibly, you know, a white man like in charge of a company and not caring about, I guess, his minority um, employees. Because I feel like this is a slippery, slippery slope because if you, if you were working in a company that don't accept women workers, at what point would you accept a company, I mean, working at, I mean, in a country where they don't accept, like, black uh, workers or something like that, you know? I'm not sure I did. like the red or would, or, would, or would that be like the red line? So just say, you know, so Saudi Arabia women can't work there. So just say there's another company, I mean, a teaching company, another country where, I guess this doesn't exist, but another country where black work, black people can't work, I mean, black people can't mm. work there or show up on TV. Yeah. So, when it, so is that deal with Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia sort of a slippery slope because at this point, like, if you will work with a Saudi Arabia that, that won't allow women to work there. Right. What's stopping you from? Right. I mean, they, were, they had to answer certain work. questions in 94 when WCW went to North Korea. Uh, it was, there were similar, like, how are you going to go and put on this show for these for human rights abusers, people that got concentration camps, and, you know, just, you know, and they, like, they try to hide them. Like, it's just, that's just, so... You know, and businesses, I'm sure, have been, especially in the age of, you know, globalization where we're all closer and can communicate a lot faster, uh, companies have to, you know, be weary of, of, of you know, public outrage, even even if it's faux outrage. Um, but WWE would and has argued that, you know, that it's the opposite, that they're doing the opposite. They're not looking to... Now go to places that have these human rights abuses or are worse than Saudi Arabia in certain ways. They're trying to build, help Saudi Arabia not just change their image, but change their society. Like then you could ask, well, what, who's your, why is it your job to to do that? And, 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 and you know, just Saudi Arabia's job is not your job. Right, but if there if you're company and you believe in the cause, you can go, you know what, I believe in this, and I think they're genuine, and that's your right, and that's a company's right, and if they're, and if all intentions are good, I could see, like, I don't have a problem with that on its face, like, you know, all right, you're making, you know, 50 million bucks a show or whatever it is, but, you know, uh, if it's even that much, we've had some, you know, different numbers thrown at us the last few weeks, Um But you could, you know, they made the argument, and it's not a bad argument. It's just whether you believe them or not. Whether you go, you're just saying that because it sounds good. You're not going to live up to this in any meaningful way. 
again, it's just your history. It's not like WWE has this, you know, history of, you know, they do very uh, safe, like, you know, get out the vote. They don't even do that no more. Or rock the vote, smack down the vote. You know, uh, yeah. uh, cancer awareness. Like easy stuff that nobody's going to be like, <laughs> it's easy to be against cancer. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think yeah, I think you mentioned it last week when it's like I guess like the quote unquote social I guess it wasn't last week a couple weeks ago the social justice warriors. No, I think it was the real that mentioned it um, about how people are like vocal about what's going on in Saudi Arabia, but not vocal about what's going on in our own country. And I'm like because they don't have to deal with what's going on in Saudi Arabia. It's easier to talk about something that they can't that they know they can't do anything about. Than to talk about something they know they can do something about. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely think, easier yeah. to 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 posture, posture and you know than it is to actually do something. Right. Also, to the to the real, I think yeah about Hulk Hogan. He mentioned about Hulk Hogan coming back. You want to know the the how the WWE fan base feels. Is get up, just have them vote if they want Hogan back or not, and, and keeping in mind of what he said. <laughs> You'll know what kind of fan base the WWE has. So, so the real is listening, then. That's just a thought. And my, yeah. um, and my last question, or two questions, I mean, it's, it's sort of the same thing now. Yeah. You go. So, what is um, the Miz's like value in the ring? Because I never see him as someone that's like, you should be like, I guess afraid of in a ring. I mean, like he, none of his moves look like they hurt. Like even his like, what that sort of double neck breaker thing he does when he like drops you on his knee. Yeah, it is soft as shit. Like breaker. you're like six inches off the ground before, and it depends on who's right. taking it and how flexible they are. But it's and not he, the most. And he does it so slowly. So the way he does it so slow, like when he does the the, the knee, the, the, when he does like neck break on your on his knee, he does that so slowly. The transition to the last neck breaker. The second net breaker, so so it's like what the fuck, and like I said, none of his moves look. I mean, look dangerous or look like they hurt. So I mean, although I mean, just yeah, this is you know. always kind of had a credibility credibility problem um, when it comes to his offense and stuff. But he's made up for it by being the character he is, which you have to do if you know, and being consistent and being there. I mean. You know, he didn't go over the top and go, you know what, I need to add some pizzazz and do some top rope stuff. Like, nope. He's like, you know what, <laughs> it's better to just play it and be patient and play play it play it safe And because he's just not built for that. Right. Like, he, he ended up getting himself hurt if he tried to be more exciting and more, def- you know, uh, death-defying in the ring or, or, or impactful. Like, no. Just let your personality carry through like it has the last, like your whole, you know, 10, 15-year career. Just, uh, yeah, just chill. Miz doesn't need to. Need to. It it helps that he's he's definitely more credible than he was 10 years ago. And that's just because of experience and and having a certain facial expression on your face when you throw a punch. Uh, Sometimes that's all it takes. Just to look different when you do it. It's yeah. like it's you're more into it, more intense and you're more pissed off or whatever. And that was things you you just have to learn in time. Right. 
Uh, they came, I think, and them said they swear Miz will be in a match of the year before his. Uh, his wait, no, no, no. I forget the exact context, but we were. I think he says set up right. He could be in a match of the year. Like but it's not just depend on his opponent. Out, because, outrageous I mean, he, to think. Be, but that's because he'll get carried to the match of the year by his opponent. I, I can't see Miz having a match of the year with. I mean, I can't either. But I don't know. <laughs> but the fact they were left from bliss. I mean, has she ever carried a match? I feel like all her matches have been against like all of other wrestlers that are like pretty good to decent. I think Nia Jax is the worst. I mean, Alexa Bliss. Like, I feel like she she's never she's never never carried a match. All her matches no. have been like she's uh, she's 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 good. Like Miz is good. Except like, she hasn't had nearly the experience to be able to pick up the tricks and all that kind of stuff. But she's good like he's good. Like, she's athletic enough. She's got more in the athleticism, but she's got less in the size and natural credibility, you know. So, but they're but they're very similar in, in how much, how serious I, I can, the level of seriousness I can take them. But yeah, she's always she's never been in something that she's she's carried. It's always uh, she's in there with some good workers. I mean, you know, her series with Bailey it was good because of Bailey and the storyline, the terrible story they were telling with Bailey, but the story they were telling with Bailey. Right. That's why I never understood her title reign. Like she's not even good. she's good because of the people she's in the ring with, not because of who she right. is. I mean, she's yeah, a good no, author, it's definitely but. a. a a lot to that. You know, they got Velveteen and, and, and Ricochet in a handicap match against Lars, and they are struggling. Damn. Are you let, so, let all right, all right, LaMarcus, I got to go. I've been talking to you forever. No more questions. Just, Get out of here. Real it's not a question. Oh, son of a... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I mentioned that last week there was going to be agent of... Shinsuke's gonna have a um, a strong style match. <laughs> I was just I just throwing it out, but I was like, I don't know what it's gonna be, but I, I would assume that they'll add the twenty count in there, you know. But oh but, you know, doesn't, doesn't no, well, just Shinsuke counted to ten. I don't think you you throw in you you do the different rules unless you do like Japan. Like I didn't know that was a thing in Japan until I played Fire Pro Wrestling for the first time, like on a Game Boy SP or something ten years ago, and. And I, you know, guys throw the guy out the ring or I'm out the ring. And the ref's like, one, two, three, four. And I'm like, oh, shit. They count fast as shit to 10. And then I realized, like, oh, no, 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 no. They count fast as fuck because you got the 20. So. Right. But, no, I don't think you can go introducing just randomly like that Japanese rules. And I'm going to go ahead and hang up on him now before he can uh, say one more thing, one more. I just thought of something else. <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling, Marcus. And as prompt, oh, 814, either, now I don't know who's been on hold longest. So, sorry, 814, I'm going to 312 first. I hope that was how I had it. Uh, but 312, who's this? And try to be quick. Yeah, what's up with you, man? It's Sean. Uh, problematic Sean? Is that who you're talking to? Uh, uh, I don't I don't cause problems, man. You should see what Cam is doing on Facebook right now. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? You, you got yeah, yeah. You got I just 
<laughs> I just asked him on Facebook what his favorite racial slur was for other races. <laughs> Figured I'd certify a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I usually don't go with actual names. I just go with, you know, yeah, like yelling, yeah. like yelling at somebody on 183 or something. You fucking Mexican, you know, right. just Mexican something See, that's the funny or part. black this or white that. I don't go with the See, thick cracker. Living type around, living around. That. You know, I don't. Yeah, those I are, find out. Like we 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 like black people are like one of the only people that don't come up with racist names for other races, but they have plenty of names for us and everybody else. But black oh, yeah. people, yeah, like, just oh, like I just said, like, you... I'm like a person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, oh man, I want I, I didn't yeah, even know even you like Italians, they call each other dagos and wops and shit all the time, or at least the older the older ones do. I don't know if that's still like a, a thing they do, but. You know, when that whole Trump yeah, shithole country weird. came out, you had Phil, Phil Mudd go on uh, CNN and say all the epithets. Yo, if you watch that Jesus and Mero that after the day after that shit happened, they were like, "Does he just want to say macro eater on uh, right TV?" <laughs> I didn't even know that yeah. was a. I didn't even know that was an insult. And then I'm watching like some movie, like some I don't know if it had like an old time theme or it was like definitely like they it was like yeah. the twenties or something. And somebody called somebody a goddamn macro eater. And I was like, Oh shit, that's an anti Irish or anti something yeah. white, you know, slur. I was like, Awesome, right, now I know what that they don't even have real slurs. Oh, macro eater? It's like, yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> okay. like, What's wrong with macro? <laughs> right. <laughs> macro eater. Damn. It's like, uh, yeah, that doesn't hurt, buddy. Try a little harder, right, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, you breathe air, man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Sorry. It's like an Irish like potato no, well, eater or something. That's an easy, you uh, know, uh, hack. And so, but. My boy yeah. told See? me. Um, Sean, I don't cause problems. Hey, what's your favorite ratio? <laughs> I, I didn't, man. I didn't. You said macro eater. We don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, but uh, man, uh, my buddy, my buddy told me there was an N64 game that was a lot like Fire Pro Wrestling, but it was in the style of um, No Mercy and WrestleMania and all that. Oh, cool! See, that was my yeah, issue with Fire weird. Pro. Like, once I bought it for PlayStation Two, I think like years back, maybe it was PS3. I, I think I it was still played, got it and play it for Game Boy Advance. Last dude I made was right. for Game Boy. I had a, I have a Game Boy SP Advance, right? It's perfect yep, right for here. a I got like eight dumb bullshit three inch screen. But I've got that shit for PS2, and I'm sitting there with a controller on my yeah. you know normal size TV. I was like, this is garbage. It's super hard I done. to I, do. I played it one time and was like, yeah. nope. That was a waste of seven dollars to use or whatever I paid for it. Like, uh, uh-uh. this sucks. it's fun on handheld, man. On GBA, it's yeah, great. Yeah, fine, cause you know I, I curb stumped the dude and critical him outside the ring. It was fucking great. To, to curb stump the dude <laughs> on Fire Pro in, yeah. in 2016 is just great, man. It's an unbelievable feeling. Like I still got a picture of that. I took a picture and sent it to my homie because we always play. Uh, but yeah, um, I wanted to get to the, the Fox deals and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> oh, that sneaky son of a bitch, Velveteen. 
Ah, uh, he he let Ricochet get pinned. No, he they were double teaming the shit out of him. Out of Lars, looked like they were finally going to put him away, and then Velveteen just hit him with his cartwheel Death Valley driver. And now Lars is getting back in the ring, and he'll probably just leave uh, Ricochet, you know, to get smashed. Yep, he's walking out. I, I, yeah. So he'll, well, he'll yeah, technically lose the match, but, you know, he don't care. they got to keep that Ricochet uh, dream. I don't know. This is a weird way to go about. I didn't like uh, that they did that. I really didn't. I don't it like how they had this match. Yeah, because they struggle to beat. They're struggling to beat Lars Sullivan, and yeah, it was kind of like Balor versus Strowman, but like that was at least one on one. That's the thing, and yeah, and and they made it incredible. Yeah, yeah, they made it like where you're not thinking this little guy. Oh, they're giving him his little hope spots. No, you were. It was very. It was laid out in a very credible fashion. Where the sling blades and and Braun didn't do the. Braun hit him with a few cocky pins with, like, the foot on the chest, but Braun didn't do the I'm not taking you serious, so you almost won thing. It was no, Braun was yeah. trying to put him away, and he just he just couldn't. So that was fine. This was no, two grown men that couldn't beat down another grown man. Great, uh, granted, he's bigger right, and stuff, but it's still time. Tulio. It wasn't a tornado. Lars has tag, a lot of trouble. Oh, okay. Lars, 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 will be a I problem. like Lars a lot, but uh, I, I think – I, I just, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like he's not as good as the push he's getting now, and it, it's weird. Like, I really like Lars, and I, I think he should have went to the main roster, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm apprehensive about him. I think his, he just overstayed his welcome at NXT. He shouldn't get the belt or nothing like that. He's second. He's, oh, he's in his first major feud right now. I, I Everything up, up until this point time. has been squashes, for real, for real. Yeah. No, he went up against Killian Dane and beat him. That was his first. That was his okay. First yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, I guess that was a little bit of a few. And right, I don't think right. he should have beat Killian Dane to be honest. I think he should have had an L. Like, Killian Dane's on his way out of territory. Now. You know, yeah, you gotta, you gotta. They ain't even showed up yet, so that'll be interesting in the next few weeks. Uh, for I think they're waiting on. But anyway, let me uh, let me move on, or unless you got something else, because I do got. No, no, no. Uh, I, I got something. You you start talking to me about other stuff. Oh, oh, oh yeah, my bad. What shows? What shows did you think they're gonna um, they're gonna move to Fox? I think two hundred five live is the front runner to go to Fox. Like why Fox didn't we bring that up? Like that. That's the obvious one. Like we're like, oh, main event and showtime and then superstars and blah 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 at eleven o'clock at night or or or, or twelve. No, but that makes sense point. too. You it, with WWE, they got they all their original them. programming. You could put the Edge and Christian totally awesome show on there. Holy Foley, you got so you're, much original you're programming. You're your net. No, no, fam. They got then why should I pay my ten dollars for the for the network? They're gonna put NXT they got a whole lot live and Holy Foley on. On 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 Fox, but that's now, like two you gotta shows. Keep that network a table valuable. for three. You, no, no, I I, I think Dakota the network values. I think the network value is tied to Fox now because all you have to do is flash all these commercials to get the network. There's plenty of shit on the network you can't even see. You want to see a, a raw from whenever? You gotta go to the network to see that. You want to see a. Uh, uh, you know the the Monday Night Wars. You can't. It's gonna make you nostalgic anyway. You can't just watch uh, Fox 
and watch the Monday Night Wars. You have to go to the network to get it. Like it's just it's just an appetizer, you know. I think I think two hundred five live it already follows SmackDown. It just follows it on the network. And I don't want to get the network just for two hundred five live. But if you put it on TV back to back, then you get your third hour of wrestling, and you cheat by doing that. It's cheating because two different shows, but you get your third hour of wrestling. Also, I was talking to Cam a little bit, and I was saying, man, like, since the game changed so much, um, do you think that, like, the Dave Meltzers and Brian Alvarez and, and you know, the Travis Bryans, do you think that they that actually might might start? Hello? Yeah. No, I'm here. I'm just, you know, yeah. Yeah. I had to take a breath when you put me in that, in, in that <laughs> company, but okay. Yeah. No, no, but for real. I mean, they they might be looking for people who know the business and have been around and actually have some sort of credibility, you know. And it's not a, a it's a bunch of people out there, but they don't hold the same. They're all different, you know. I mean, they could go anywhere and get someone. But do you think that people might be getting shows covering wrestling a little more, like on Fox, like maybe a couple nightly shows? A couple weekly shows. No. No. None at all. No. Yeah, I think you might get one or two. I think it. I think it helps it. I mean, I. Uh, ESPN just got. Uh, they, well, they just got UFC, right? Now UFC just came from Fox. Fox wasn't. I mean, I don't think UFC was doing too well anyway. And then they still use wrestlers. Like, they still use Brock Lesnar to bolster their pay-per-views, which is a professional wrestler also. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, it's it's uh, it's not like they straying too far, you know, for Fox to go ahead and pick up SmackDown. I just figured they'd be a little bit more ESPN-esque or turn it more into a sport. You don't think so at all, that they might try to uh, legitimize it a little bit more like they did UFC? If if so, they're not gonna get nobody that knows what they're talking about. They're not gonna get have Dave Meltzer or somebody. They'll get in-house people that do wrestling or or like wrestling or know wrestling in some capacity. Um, but when you start naming people that do like what we do, like I don't think so. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like I know they they hired uh, ESPN uh, hired Ariel Hulani. And, uh, well, UFC fucking hates him or something. I don't know. But they got weird feelings about that dude, yet he's still oddly employed by them, kind of. But, I mean, ESPN has always shunned UFC and combat sports in general, except, you know, like boxing and maybe some K1 here and there. I want to say K1, but I, I don't really remember that. But, I mean, they always shit on it, and they don't have anybody that knows a fucking thing about yeah. MMA at all. Oh, right, and that's what they'd so rather. Fox. They'd rather, yeah, yeah. That's just. I thought Fox would, would do a little bad. bit differently. Mm. It's still pro wrestling. I just see like yeah. they're only going to do so much. But yeah, but I mean, it's, it's still. I, I just see it getting a little bit different now. Like, and you know, WWE would have something money to say about that. that. You think WWE wants Dave Meltzer or the equivalent or some variation? On his on the same network that he has a show, a wrestling show, critiquing and criticizing in non kayfabe ways and non 
under the umbrella ways? Like, uh. no, I, I, I think it's more about bringing different eyes to it or bringing those same eyes. I get what you're, I don't, I don't, I get what yeah. you're saying. I'm just saying that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to fly with Fox, yeah. and it definitely ain't going to fly with WWE. And WWE is in, yeah, it's it's absolutely like in a position to tell Fox, no, y'all ain't doing that. And they're not going to sacrifice their relationship with WWE to try to put some fucking two-bit, you know, post-show or, or, or an, an, wrestling analyst hour, half-hour show on once or twice in a, a week. But they kind of have a show like that on the network with, uh, uh, what's his, Peter uh, uh, Rosenberg or whatever? First off, that's just, a, that's just in-house. That's shit that they can control. Right. Yeah, but Absolutely. they get a little... But they point. get a little... They get a little talking smack with with it though, like okay, a talking smack for instance. Like how about a talking smack? It's then? all in house. WWE yeah. controls that. They control yeah. the narrative. True. They control the people that go out there. They're not going to have let Fox do some independent thing and bring in and bring in independent thinking wrestling fans and analysts. Like that's not going to happen. It'd be a detriment well, to what them. Are you- <clears throat> What do you what do you think about uh like if they if Fox picked up someone else also or or do you think WWE to stop that immediately? Like if they want to pick up What? I don't know, not ROH. It'd be, this, it'd be like just like Florida. it'd be the reverse of when ECW got on T N N and then here came W C W and here come WWF. The worst thing that could have happened to T N uh, to E C W. You can't let somebody else be you know yeah. come in on your same network. What hell no? Yeah, but you got you got the no, XFL. When they sign, if and when they sign, it's going to be an exclusive deal. We are your exclusive sports entertainment, pro wrestling, whatever you want to call it. You're not going to go and sign Impact Wrestling or ROH or some shit as well. No. So you think <laughs> XFL won't be, have anything to do with Fox either? Oh, I don't know. Because don't the, the NFL's already on there. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm no just idea. I'm just throwing it out there because it's a possibility. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to talk about. It was, it. They, have, they stopped talking. Corey Graves was the bought XFL up. I was like, oh shit, I ain't heard those three letters in, in forever on WWE TV since the the announcement, and definitely not after the other league announced got announced. Yeah, we don't even know the name of the other league though. <laughs> That's the thing about that. Don't even know the name of it. Okay. It's just the other league with with dude's son running it. I, I I don't know what it is. Never heard of it. Never seen the logo. Don't know who what's going on with it. But at least I know three letters. The XFL. At least I know that. I figured. Eh, who knows? They might end up somewhere on Fox. They're gonna not be as big as the NFL anyway. So what what do you really have to lose by putting them on there? Same thing with another wrestling promotion. I just I just didn't see them as – I saw them more as, oh, yeah, we got another one too. But, like, they're super small time. But, yeah, you know, this is cool also. Is he going to get in the ring? Oh, he got in the ref. Yeah. Oh, uh, last thing, last thing. Uh, yeah. So, so the Bobby Lashley story, story is garbage, right? Obviously, yeah. But trash. On Twitter, I posted a, 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 it was a comeback to something Cam said, and I said, "What if Bobby Lashley? Check it out. Don't laugh. Don't hang up on me. Uh, <laughs> what if Bobby Lashley 
one of his sisters was Sister Abigail. Um, now check it out. Now that's a better storyline already because let me think about it. Come on, Sean. Come on, listen, 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 listen. Now listen. How is how is how is? Oh yeah, you know we were a military family, and for a while we were we were we were we were were stationed on the Everglades when I was five. Yep. See, you're coming up with the story for me. There you go. No. Now you know. Nope. 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 You ain't bringing that here. God damn it! This show already way over because I only scheduled two hours. They about to cut. They could cut us off at any time. So I'm trying to get to everybody. And Sean want to talk about some goddamn Sister Abigail Lashley. Sister Abigail Lashley. Uh, anyway, who uh, who's what this? Eight one four. This is Brian from Cumberland, Maryland. What's up, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, question for you is on uh, Vince Russo. You think he's working possibly at work with Cody Rhodes, where maybe he'll uh, align himself with some. Uh, Gay wrestlers sort of like Orlando Jordan, Darren Young, and sort of invade the All in One show to prove that he's not a MSA. Or do you think this is role in between the two? I'm a little bit confused on what's going on here. I don't know. This is the wait. Vince Russo, Darren, uh, Darren, uh, uh, whatever, Darren Luke Thomas, Darren. Darren Young and Cody Rhodes, and then something about gay gayness. I I I didn't really catch much of in the context. I, put that together again for me. Well, okay. What's going on is uh, Cody Rhodes accused Vince Russo of being a homophobe. He was invited to the show originally, but you know, uh, oh. Cody found out. You know. Supposedly Vince is a hemophobe, and then Vince went off, you know, since a lot of his friends in his childhood were gay. Like, he had two gay men take him to the movies when he was little, so he sort of went on like a splur on YouTube. You think this is like a work that maybe they're the building angle at the all-in-one event where, uh, say, Vince Russo invades the big event with some gay with Darren Young. And Orlando <laughs> Jordan. That he's, you know... Not oh him or what's going on here? Who else? Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, um, n- n- I hope not. I hope this isn't a platform that they're not giving going to give Vince Russo any kind of platform to do anything. Um, so I'm going to say no. That it's just. Vince Russo was called out for being a homophobe for doing or saying some, probably some super homophobic shit, and then went on a. I had two gay guys take me to the movies when I was little, so there. That's like the equivalent of, I have a black girlfriend or I I have a black friend. Like okay, it's like, so you like to put your dick in a brown woman? That don't make you a fucking. So you can't be a bigot after that. Like, like that's not how this works. Like I would, I what did I say like, when this came up a few weeks? I was like, I would fuck a Nazi woman, like if she, you know, assuming she was, uh, you know, good looking enough that that I was capable. But that doesn't mean like because my dick gets hard for her that you know what? 
okay. Hitler had some good ideas. Like, no, that's that's not how how any of that works. <laughs> so because some adults took you somewhere as a child that you clearly had no control, probably I assume had no control over. Um, yeah, that's a that's an odd like comeback. <laughs> Two gay guys took me to. Now I have more questions. Like, uh, okay. Like, unfortunately, I have I have more questions. Like, so. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope I hope he's not at all in or not any kind of parts of all in. Because that would uh, that wouldn't be a good look for for Cody and the Bucks. And they've they've been doing good stuff with this thing to lead up to it and the ticket sales and all that up to this point. I think it would taint. Um. I think it would taint the show and them as promoters if they got Vince Russo in, involved. They don't need it. They don't need – I was listening to Wade. Somebody emailed in and was like, if Punk was, you know, scheduled for All In, should they cancel it because they sold out or save it for a surprise? Like, yeah, you either cancel and be like, no, no, next time you'll you'll be there or just have it as a surprise. Don't advertise it because you don't need it. Tickets are sold. So let it be a surprise, you know, uh, just, uh, so, yeah, that's, that's you think, uh, he could do something where, say, like, Wade Keller represents wrestling, Dave Meltzer represents wrestling. That ain't good to have it. No. If I know Wade, uh, like I do, um, like I think I do, I, I don't, I, he absolutely would not get involved in any kind of actual angles, wrestling, uh, and ring, uh-uh. I, he doesn't, I don't think he deems himself worthy to be a part of that, to all of a sudden be like, hey, I'm on some managing this guy. Like, no. Meltzer, I don't think would do it, but, I, but you know, I, I think he'd do it before Wade. But I, th- I still think neither one of them would do it. <laughs> because then they lose their credibility as journalists. Like, they're compromised after that. People are like, you know, they oh, are they just trying to get on another show? Like, you you absolutely have to keep that kind of stuff separate if you want to be taken seriously. When people are paying for your opinions and analysts and stuff and analysis, yeah, you got to stay separate. You can't. You can't. If only our presidential politics were like that, where they believed in keeping interests separate. But you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go there. So yeah, anything else before we yeah. get out of here, Brian? You think they'll ever have the NXT takeover that has uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match for the woman in the men, or you think that would ever shadow the actual uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view if they ever did that the day before the pay-per-view? So an NXT, uh, a, a Money in the Bank gimmick on the Money in the Bank takeover or whatever? Yeah, it's yeah. like the Money in the Bank takeover event. You think that would be I don't think so. I mean, I, I think you're you're doing a disservice. You're already watering down, especially with this idea that there's going to be a tag. Somebody saw on a graphic that there were three briefcases hanging, and if they do a tag team, uh, um, Money in the Bank, uh, which I was glad that they look like, you know, they have bludgeons versus the Good Brothers, and, and that's just because I don't want to see uh, – a Tag. No, so you're already watering it down. I don't think you then the night before have a Money in the Bank style ladder match or a ladder match at all. Definitely not a Money in the Bank style one where you're doing the same gimmick on 
in, in NXT that you doing that you do, that you're doing on the main rosters. So so no. I, I hope uh, not. The reason I say that is because the uh, ladder match at NXT this year at WrestleMania weekend pretty much stole the show. So. Yeah, but that doesn't mean do another one six months later, or, you know, not even six months later. NXT doesn't do that. NXT, you know, NXT is still had in the four, you know, in the, in the, it goes past the four years they've been mainstream, but, you know, since they've been around, NXT has had 10 champions in six years. I don't know them all, like, you know, Big E, Bo Dallas, Neville, Joe, Finn, Sammy, Kevin, Rude, Nakamura. Okay, so that's, and I'm at nine, so I think there's been a few more. So, but certainly not a ton. And for a while there, it was, you know, it was really, uh, you know, really, really low. They, they don't have a ton of title changes. So NXT spreads their gimmicks out, spreads their stuff out. They're, I doubt NXT is going to have another ladder match this year um, so just because that stole the match. Yeah, because it was special. And, you know, you want the next one, then wait wait a year, wait two years before you have another ladder match. Plenty of gimmicks to go around. Plenty of, plenty, you know. No need to. Well, I wasn't talking about this year. I was talking maybe like you know down the road, like next year, or two years down the road, you know, eventually. Yeah, I still don't think you do with money. You tie it to money in the bank. You you have it organically. If you want to do a technical ladder match at a takeover because a ladder match make ladder match makes sense to do, then do it. But it has absolutely does not need to be or shouldn't be tied to money in the bank that weekend. It's just it, it's just too much. So, all right. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely, man. Don't be a stranger. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Let's uh, keep it moving to uh, probably our final caller of the night. And, uh, so, Georgia, and uh, bring on uh, Darrell. Darrell, what's wow. What's going on, Trav? Not much, man. Hey, man. These shows are starting to become you one on one by yourself for the whole hour, two, almost two hours, man. Hey, yeah, man. I usually uh, shape, don't man. like being. I usually don't like being on by myself talking. It's oh shit! I ain't reading no non-VIP emails. Uh, but, I was through you know, the because they throw you off. Cam, uh, you know he's get he's you know I'm starting to get feel like oh I'm getting good at this and maybe I don't need a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, they're getting the big I mean, um, on you. Everybody done branched off. <laughs> You know what? John had an email, and it, it was it was for Cam. It was about rap a lot records. So I'm gonna save that. But let's we can do this, Jabron. When you can help me answer this one, uh, Jabron says, "What up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. Uh, if y'all were to start your own promotion, who would you start it with? But you can only use people in NXT. And the reason, and the recent, I assume, I'm supposed to say, in the recent call-ups to the main roster." So only people that are in NXT and the very recent round of, of call-ups, like your, I guess Bobby Roode counts, <laughs> if you want to start your promotion off with, you know, you know, built around a 42-year-old or whatever. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Well, to Al- Alistair Black's like easy. Even though I'm not a big fan, I see potential, and Drew Galloway is, I think, another easy one. Like, okay, if you got those two guys okay, make it in some, some form or fashion, heel, face, heel or face. Two faces, two heels that you will start off with. Two faces, two heels. Yeah. Because if you want me to go, so I don't have to pick the same people you pick, I take Adam Cole and Team Dream, and also I take Ricochet, and you already said Alistair Black, so, hmm, I want a woman. Um, Shayna Baszler. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably pick Bianca Belair, um, or maybe somebody a little more proven, um, Maybe Kyrie Sane, I guess people people seem to like her. Uh, he continues. I know people get mad and are sick of Roman, but if you look at if you look at it, he's never been on the cover of two K game on the two K game. Now I don't know if that's just two if that's two K's doing or WWE's doing, but you would think you would think. Uh, at least by now, he would have been on the cover of one game in the past five years. They normally put their top stars on the cover. I just found it odd that he's never been on the cover. Uh, thanks, I'll be listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually a good observation. That's, uh, I mean, one year they had Austin, and the other year they had Rock, right? So two of the last five years, or at least two of the last six years, you've had um, – "Quote unquote, you know, legends or whatever." And Brock was on one; he's still around. And then Seth, and then Kurt. Oh shit! Wait, 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 wait. Kurt was Kurt was a part of the the Seth Rollins one. But on the cover, you had Goldberg, uh, Rock, and Austin. Three of the last six years have gone to old guys. So, you know, but still, why didn't one of the other two or three go to go to um, you know go to Roman? Punk was on Ultimate there. Warrior I think they, they understand. They understand, and and it's probably 2K. Like, man, we ain't putting that guy on the. We're putting Punk. We want we want to put people that. Yeah, I don't know. That that's that's a, that's interesting though. 2K like, why put, Roman make their own deals about who they put on their um case. That's how some of the deals got worked out for um like when they brought in the war, Warrior because I think he was on the cover. Yeah. That's how that deal got worked out. The Goldberg right. deal got worked out because of 2K, because they do their own deals. They just buy the licensing for to make the WWE game, but they choose who on the cover. So yeah. they go with who popular or who they think will drive sales. So yeah. Yeah. the people who WWE see as top guys are not who <laughs> 2K see. Right. Remember that Goldberg one came together right. like, like, like that. That was he came back to do the cover, and then was, and then that ended up, you know, him wrestling at WrestleMania and shit. That's how they got um, Warrior back in the deal because of him being in the game, and then all of a sudden that started up talks. So, uh, just to make a funny moment, uh, semi, I guess, if Hulk Hogan wants to be back in WWE, 
Go talk to 2K. They'll get you in the door. <laughs> 2K19 with Hogan on the cover. Could you imagine? Yo, they would, yeah. People would be mad. I, I wonder if their sales will go up or down. Down for people going, fuck this, or up for people going, you know, offsetting, like, oh, yeah. 2K races now. Like, 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 like let's go. Let's have it. Oh, yeah, and then have him come up there and uh, put words on the screen. Coming for you, brother. <laughs> Just to go off oh, of that. Um, what, uh, <laughs> what uh, my boy Booker T said to Hogan <laughs> on the live show. <laughs> We're coming for you, nigga. Excuse me. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Appreciate that email, Jabron. So what's on your mind, uh, Jarrell? Oh, man, listening to a few of these callers, man, especially a couple of your last few, man, a couple of their questions seem like questions fresh off of Twitter written by dirt sheet people, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's cool, though. I like to hear that and that Vince Russo thing, man. That's something just like um, that some white people don't understand, man. Once you start counting how many of these friends you have or this minority – Hey, you're a racist, man. <laughs> because yeah. don't nobody keep count. Nobody keeps count. Yeah. Like, if you're like, man, how many gay friends seven, you have? I got like, seven white um, friends. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, okay. Like, all right, my best friend, Angelique, she's she's definitely full-on family gay. You know, got a girl, wife, adopted kids, all the whole, like, you know, living better, you know, living a better family life than any straight people I know, most of them. Uh, but I'd have to, like, stop and, like, <laughs> hey, think about it. I certainly wouldn't have a three. I had three gays in my life. <laughs> if, like, you knew, no, if you knew that answer, no, no, people no. going to start questioning you. And <laughs> be like, hey, man, you must be, hold on, are you, uh-uh-uh, are you a bigot, man? Something wrong with you. <laughs> but keeping, keeping a, a head count. Like we in preschool, <laughs> that was that was see that was why people don't understand, man, because they don't know how it feels, you know, to be on that other end of that judgment stick sometimes, and that's what make that's what make people call you. Well, race. they get judged for being. Well, see what you did right now, no, Darrell, you just judged them. How do you know? Man, they like you a- see the meme that's a cartoon <laughs> black lady or black guy asking saying you've never been judged by the color of your skin. And the guy goes, I just did, or I just was. Like, get the fuck out of here. Man, <laughs> first of all, you that's the same. <laughs> that kind of judgment or assumption, it was more of an assumption than being judged. Even though assumptions and that, are, and that's you know, the only power either. that we ever have <laughs> is the assumption. Because first of all, ain't nobody that looked like me ever made a law. Hey, Darrell, you're not gonna turn the, the last twenty minutes of this show into your Black Power Hour, neither, man. For the third oh, no. week in a row, I, hey I man, I'm not doing. I'm not doing. I see the gimmick you work. that, man. And we only take that Huey P. Newton stuff one time. Somewhere we only did that one time, man. Talk about I mean, last week. Last week we talked about Trump, and uh, you brought see. that up. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, run the tape back. <laughs> but no, man, I like. think WWE something that y'all ain't talked about, right? And what's mm-hmm. so clever about WWE? 
SmackDown got a billion dollars. UFC as a whole got 1.5. That must have been the greatest negotiating deal ever for just SmackDown to get a billion dollars. So that tells me that it's not about, because right now they're on the uptick and Fox is paying for the viewers. They really... They're paying for the live viewers since Fox trying to go yeah. the more live shows. Right, so when we talk about you can't people, take SmackDown now and have it go back to being taped. Like, people aren't going to have – Fox don't want that. No way. Like, the whole point of paying all that money is live, you know, semi-sport viewers kind of stuff. Yeah. So people stop, stop it with all the other um, shows from off the network and all that stuff. No, it's not going to happen. They want the live viewers. They're trying to catch up. They want to catch up the ESPN, they, and especially not going to put it on FS1 when <laughs> they paying um, um, Skip Bayless all that money, and he ain't even a million dollars a viewer. I think <laughs> he ain't even generating, generating a million viewers. So <laughs> no, <laughs> not a thousand viewers. He ain't even the way they talked. They said it earlier. Yeah, so stop it. Stop it with those conspiracy theories. That's when you know some wrestling fans. Um, some of the hardcore is just silly, man. They silly because they believe wrestling is more worth more than what it really is. When the only people who worth something is the WWE, and that's the brand. It's not because of anybody on top. And if the ratings start to slip, the Roman Reigns come out and cut his promo about how he the one that got raw that three times max deal. He the one that got smacked down a billion dollars. That's going to be amazing. That's why I say they better, and y'all were talking about this earlier, I think you were willing, if he's main event um, money in the bank, they better sign that deal now. Because that could cause the critical decline of a lot of ratings. (laughs) And then that deal might be in jeopardy. So you sign that deal now. Billion dollars or maybe... We don't even know. Sign, that's why I said they need to sign years. that shit tomorrow. Like last week, that shit should have been signed. <laughs> this was my deal. See, we already know. I've been like, throw them shit to I know you were talking it. about. <laughs> I know you were talking about raw deal was important off the question that y'all asked, the poll question. But to me, it wasn't because we know um, USA is the desperate chick. They need raw. That was mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I brought um, that up. TV show like up. they ain't they ain't shit without Raw. They not, they certainly ain't yeah, the number so one cable. So we, blah blah blah. And the only way so they get that is they pure numbers. Can't worry world. about rating or, or advertising tiers. You know, like yeah, suits might get you a better demo, a better a better uh, you know type of advertiser and more more money. But they ain't giving you the pure sheer. Pure numbers. Advertise, week advertisement. After week. I don't see that pure advertisement either. Um, uh, uh, from places like Suits and stuff, you don't see too many good commercials. When Suits, um, Christmas, all them come on. Um, the commodities, <laughs> you don't see that many good commercials. So it's WWE, and you know WWE co- cultivate um relationships with the people who buy commercials in there, and that's another reason why. Fox probably wanting to buy in because now you get access to those extra people and then you can start selling um, the commercial time as um, 
like, ha-ha, to make your money back because now you don't have to worry about them asking you for people to help you film their shows and stuff. So, really, you paid for it, and you, you count on the free money coming back. So, that's another reason why they wouldn't do a news show and set that up because why Fox want to pay to have people come and talk about wrestling when they can just get WWE to set up a show like that for them <laughs> and they don't have to pay. And it would be a they part just of WWE would just absorb that, yeah. Yeah, absorb those payments. So that's another thing and that people have to, to me, think the bigger about. deal is WWE going, you ain't, no, you're not doing that. Uh-uh. You're not going to have independent critics on after or before or during the week talking about us. Now, especially people who, and especially people who are really not that important, who don't even, who barely have um a hundred k on following. That means you're not even uh, important in some of these Instagram comedians who be having two million followers who get paid, <laughs> who get paid for because of the followers they have. So I know Fox them ain't trying to offer nobody no major contract. And you don't even bring you don't even bring a demographic in that's higher than the people like Skip Bayless who have two million followers and can't even bring in a hundred K people on the T V show. Yeah. <laughs> so what is a hundred K person gonna bring in? Right. To I'm sure show? if you gave I don't know, pick your pick your the guy that does the food review, like when the, the blueberries and the mac and cheese, that guy or Mr. Bankshot, or not even that Kevin dude from the Bronx, because he's kind of corny. And Ha Ha Davis. Ha Ha Davis. Man, he peaked. He peaked. He peaked. Yo, when he start, yeah, he he peaked about a year and a half ago. <laughs> it's just the same shit now. But, you know, for what he did. And he's doing it because he's getting the money in now. He getting the money in, so you keep doing that same shit. As long as they keep paying you, you don't have to develop nothing new right now. He certainly hasn't. Like, I mean, I don't want to be that hipster, like, oh, I liked him on his first album kind of shit. But once he stopped doing the, uh, <laughs> once he stopped, like, his, once his gimmick stopped being the, oh, I'm out of here, you know, it got kind of, it got kind of corny. Once it, like, the guard stuff. Guard, guard. That's when it started guard. falling off. That's You're acting totally different. But you know <laughs> he's doing stuff that 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 stick in people's mind that people repeat and will repeat, repeat, repeat because he's gonna put it on the t-shirt and sell it. So I understand. I understand the hustle and the gimmick. <laughs> Shit, yeah. I be out here hustling. I don't had to hustle before, so I understand the gimmick. <laughs> but yeah, you put those people on the TV show. Uh, or something. You yeah, I, I mean, you got to give them a while. proper platform. You're not, not going to put long. them on CBS and they're going to draw 15 million viewers. But you throw them on on Viceland at, at midnight or, you know, maybe not that far up, like uh, give them their own channel on, like, College Humor or something. Like, they're going to bring in numbers because, number one, they've got, like you said, half a million, two million followers in some, in, in some cases. The bank shot to numbers, man. Yeah, Mr. Bankshot, I think he almost got close to two mil. And, you know, he just moved to Atlanta. Yeah. And, you know, he probably, what, probably getting 15K just to show up places and do he do the college runs and all of that. 
So, yeah, you're going to have to pay those guys because they get. Rito. They probably you know, Yeah, Rito. I put Rito, Rito in there over over Ha-Ha, even though he kind of got. And he just again, put you run your Kyrie. gimmick into the. You see somebody on, you know, doing one thing for like a year, two years. It's like, how long can this same thing be? You know, it's tough when you find a hit to to yeah. to, 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 to to reinvent. <laughs> and I and I understand why you would say Rito because at first he was doing um, uh, totally different stuff and he done created so much different stuff. Like he was doing. You said that he don't even do those no more. <laughs> oh, that's so, right. Those was his. Uh, those was his. Um, oh, I'm out of here. Like his original like thing yeah. that broke him that made people like, oh yeah, <laughs> yo, those are hilarious. Yo, you said that? That's right. I told that motherfucker. Yo, I ain't moving my car, but then, then yeah, and then they show him bitching out and moving his car. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, those are great. I told him, nigga, don't you ask me for my blood clock chain. <laughs> this is my chain, punk. And then when he showed it, <laughs> hand me your butt. Hey, here you go. You can have it. I'm gone. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It's all yours, G. You got it. <laughs> oh, boy. But those were so funny. So, no, I don't see them doing that. But what I do see, since they announced that, then the day after ESPN come out and say, oh, so we don't outbid y'all for all of USC, I think it oh, it does open up for them to, for WWE to finagle, be like, hey, man, give me a hundred, give me a hundred mil, uh, um, between 50 to a hundred mil for NXT, or like you said, 205, or something like that to put on your FS1 station, and uh, that's an extra, that's extra money, because if I'm Triple H, now I see an opening, and he always won't. NXT to be a third brand. Yeah, um, yeah he, he, he backed meal, off of that because you know it doesn't make a ton of sense because yeah, but you know. ESPN just opened the door for you because um, you just seen there was some more bidders out there and Fox who want that live stuff got them FS1 and FS2 are mostly you can say throughout the year when the other sports be off. It's mostly UFC. They show the greatest. Yeah, I was saying, weren't they built Sometimes, for the UFC? And all yeah. the programming and they UFC have um turning out at one point. We'll send them. Yeah, so that's um that's five, six hours in some days and at least twelve hours a week of USC content that they finna lose. So you could say they they could be desperate, especially with FS one and <laughs> And they got all these big money people that they paying. You can see them probably start laying some people off <laughs> because now you losing UFC and you losing people to drive to that network. Because yeah, we like Shannon. I like Shannon, but I don't too much um, look at um, their show. I catch the highlights on Facebook and stuff like that. Um, but I, um, but they don't have no people driving to come to that station. So if you did put in the um, NXT and it gets the buzz and it brings the buzz from the network over there to there, and then they um, tell them, like, well, we're going to heavily promote your pay-per-views that's on the network and heavily promote your network like they're going to do on the main Fox channel because they're going to heavily uh, promote SmackDown. 